Podcast, the home theater podcast. It's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. And I've already screwed up in 2024. <laughs> what I screw ago. up, boys? <laughs> nope, nope. Besides my audio not being on when we come back, what did I screw up? I, I don't know. Not me the award-winning home theater podcast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, uh, yeah those uh, those Golden Globes. They say they give them to just anybody, but uh, I don't. Yeah, yeah I think exactly. We can... <laughs> and oh, uh, Taylor my. Swift had exactly the same look on her face when uh, when Brightside Home Theater won. Yeah, <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when uh, Joe exactly. Coy was making his remarks. Yeah, oh, she Boy, wasn't was pleased. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Funny. I mean, so, she would have before, been better off getting on stage and just slapping him. I think that yeah, might have right. actually been just probably less of a reaction. Keep my name out your MNF in mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into all of that, how was how was everybody's vacation? Oh, it's awesome. Mm, yeah, very good. Really Thank good. you. Very good. Yes. Did, did you uh, enjoy the time off? I did. Mm. Did you? Yeah. Well, yeah. it depends on how do you define time off. I didn't get well, a lot of time off from my day from job. The oh, from, from the podcast. From the podcast. Right, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it did feel weird watching a film and then not thinking, ooh, better take have a to picture write this of that down. for the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Keep that in mind for, for the next show. That felt weird. That <laughs> just Yeah. <kind> of- <clears throat> it, it was I, – I didn't watch a ton in my theater. I watched a few things, holiday stuff that we do, at, you know, traditionally every year. We'll get into that probably more next week and stuff. But you're right. It was like 100% like you just sat down and were like, I'm just watching this. And it, I, But I caught myself going, oh, that was really cool. I don't have to do that. I can just enjoy <laughs> it for me. I don't have to remember to tell everybody. <laughs> I had to go back to the old days of reviewing them on Twitter. I mean, it's just so weird. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, like you ever stopped. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. But, you know, having to save the good stuff for uh, for the show. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. better stuff. Um, but no, yeah. it was good. No, it was fun. It was fun. And I, I had a little bit of time in, in London and uh, uh, encountered one of uh, the friends of the show. Um, yeah. Which was very cool. Um, and uh, And had a very pleasant surprise at the weekend when one of my Twitter followers said, you're in home cinema choice. Again, yeah, which was yeah. How'd that work out? What happened? I, like it was they a, just they did a review again? of the year. Yeah, they did like a review of the year, and they picked four of the the home theaters to feature again, and and one of them was mine, which was nice. Very, no one told awesome. me until the Twitter follower mentioned it. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah, it was cool. Yeah, very congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. So, well, I'm not going to have that one framed though because once is enough. Right? <laughs> is it though? So well, we it, ready to come hang another photo yeah yeah oh man this is very uh, mind the cost of the last one i think uh yeah once is enough yeah well it's the same pictures too right so yeah well exactly perhaps it should have double-sided you know you could just turn right. the frame around yeah you know? here's the first time <laughs> yeah. you know you could even pretend you just turned it around and here's the second time right <laughs> yeah. 
Like, uh, was it Roger Moore in the Cannonball Run when he pressed the number and the license plate sort yep. of spun round? Just have that, but with the right. – uh... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, guys, I got to tell you, I'm nervous. I got butterflies. I'm nervous. I'm like, am I doing everything right? Is this – I was like, you take a couple of weeks off. I've been at this for so long, and it's like, oh, my God, are we doing it right? It's like – uh, <laughs> Did we fun? ever – I mean, yeah, I was going to say that machine yeah, got it right before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am I as uh, inaccurate or am I accurate to our inaccuracies? <laughs> right. are, we, yeah, are you up to our usual standards? Messing it up would actually be doing yes. things correctly. Right. And then, yeah. Am I accurately <laughs> depicting our inadequacies? <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's really the message I'm trying to get across here, right? right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's touch on that award. Because I know you guys aren't from around here, obviously. John John grew up here, but um, that I, I got to tell you that shocked the heck out of me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, we'll keep it clean here, as Steve found out. <laughs> not all podcasts do, but uh, the guys, uh, you know, um, Ryan and Rich, or you know, uh. They, uh, Keith and Davey, they go by their last names over at hashtag dork podcast. Uh, every year they do their, um, they do their best of the year and they get all dressed up. I don't know if you guys caught them on YouTube and, uh, they get all dressed up in suits and they do the best of the year and they do everything. They do comic books. They do all the dorks, the full dork gamut, right? Gamut, whatever. And, Every year they do, uh, you know, the best podcast of the year. And I, I was saying to Steve earlier off air, I was like, a couple of years ago when I had done Rich's theater, he reached out to me and I was like, <gasps> and he's been on the show obviously a few times, but he's a radio personality around here. So when he reaches out to me, I'm like, oh my God, Rich Keith is talking to me. I'm like, all right. So I did his theater and I was thinking the year I did his theater, I was, I had my fingers crossed. I'm like, maybe I'll get a nomination in the dorkies. Right. And no, I didn't, but it was all their dork gooniverse or whatever. And I didn't mind. I was just like, Oh, okay, whatever. Um, never really thought about it since then or anything like that. And then, um, that the day we were supposed to be on last Tuesday. And as I told you guys, didn't work out. And so, and I'm really disappointed. I'm actually, I'm kind of glad we didn't because I didn't know this, but they had recorded the night before us that we should have recorded and I didn't get to see it. I didn't get to hear it. And on Wednesday morning, my son listened to it on his way to work and he just texted me and he goes, dad, you're, you're going to want to listen to dork today. And I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, well, he's not telling me why, so I'm figuring I got nominated, and it, you know, and which I thought was cool. I w- I was like, all right, that's cool. They were on the show. We did the 24 hour, whatever. And I'm driving to work, and I'm listening to the show, and they 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 go they get to that part of the show. I go, oh, here we go. I'm like, okay. And we were the our show was the first one, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. We're right out in front, you know, They're like oh, the Brightside Home Theater, and they've talked about us on their show before, but. I was like, all right, that's cool. And every year, they do this every year, and they list a bunch from their own shared Gooniverse. They call it the Dork Shared Gooniverse, and Mac and Goo are in there, and that's why it's called the Gooniverse. And every year, they list a bunch of podcasts, and then they go, and we win it! Because they think, you know, of course, they give it to themselves. It's all a fun joke. And uh, 
And when Ryan ever said, when Davey started saying, he goes, I'm going to go out this year. And he's like, I'm, and I was like, when he started speaking, I'm like driving, I almost went off the road. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, it was huge for me. Cause I'm like, I've been listening to them long before I had a podcast and uh, they were kind of my inspiration to even for John and I to even start up because they're like good buddies in high school. And then the, they get to sit down every week. So John, and I'm like, why can't we do that? Uh, obviously, Rich being a radio professional, it was a little daunting because you're like, you can't do that. But then just just organically to have this happen and then mention us, I was like, that to me was huge. I was like, oh, my God. I, I texted my son when I got to work. I go, I am literally shocked. He's like, why? <laughs> go, because that's not, it's not even a home theater podcast, right? But they're just, you know, putting out some recognition. So I texted them both, said, thank you. They're awesome. But uh, that's a huge thing for me. That's a, for me, I think it's huge for us. It's like, you know, I, I thought it was great. And um, if you're not already listening to them, I've talked about them for years over here. So if you're not already listening to them, go listen to them because they're awesome. But just don't do it in front of delicate, sensitive ears. Yes, um, Steve. You, why don't you, you tell phones. your story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Yeah, so I, I, having these sent us a text saying, "Oh, you're going to want to listen to to Dork," and uh, and so I I put it on and foolishly did so without uh, headphones. I just turned it on with the, the sound up because I just figured that you know it, it's all the podcasts are the same. And uh, within short order, I discovered <laughs> that's not the case, and uh, I wasn't alone at the time. Um, so it was uh, yeah. So there was a scramble for the volume button. But, so um, but there we go. And, oh, hey, you're all right. And then I got the headphones and, you know, then it was all good. Um, but yeah, no, it's very cool. And as I say, we can now call ourselves officially an award-winning podcast. Absolutely. So that's, uh, that's ultra cool. Um, Deej, we should, could you say hi to everyone that's in the chat? Absolutely. Yes, please um, do. Scruffy's been in since sort of midday. Um, actually, <laughs> yes. no, just, uh, he said way too early. <laughs> um, Steve Att, of course, is in the chat, in the chat. as we like to say. Yep. Um, so hi, Steve, uh, Paul's in <coughs> saying afternoon, evening, um, Jordan's in. So hi guys. Um, and Jack Lee's been and gone, you know, God, no staying power, Jack, I'm appalled. Um, yeah. but that's okay. I would not, I'm not saying I'm talking to your other half, Jack. I'm just talking about the podcast. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, hi to Mikey Schramm, of course, is in the chat as well. So, uh, hi guys. And there must be some others because of the numbers we can see. So if you're yeah. in the chat and you want to just say hi, just drop us a hello and you can do that. Not just via, uh, uh, YouTube. Now you can also do that via Twitter, um, or X, sorry. Sorry, Elon. Yeah. Um, and uh, please don't don't uh, terminate my account. Um, just say hello. And, uh, yeah, we will say hi. And Joe, I see Joe Herzl's in. Um, hi, Joe. So, yeah, yep. just drop us a comment now, either Twitter or Instagram, Deej, we think, possibly now as well. Not this. See, I was going to stream it on Instagram. I told the guys and I was going to make an announcement. And then when I tried to link it, it asked me to do all this stuff. And, like, when you go to start the show, you actually have to go to Instagram. So like I go live, it's just another step I have to do. And then on top of that, Instagram will only stream it for 60 minutes. And I'm like, what the hell? So they're not going to be on the 24 hour podcast this year. That's for right. sure. So, <laughs> and I, But to be honest, guys, I'm a little bit worried that we'll feel pressure to become Instagram models. You know, we'll all be in bikinis. It'll be really awkward. You know, and I'm talking about already? myself, not you guys. I'm sure you're both, uh, you know, a fine specimen of men. I, but, I, have, so John and I, I have great bikini form. Yeah. <laughs> Bottoms down right now. We're rocking yeah. it. 
It's like, <laughs> come on, Steve, get with the program. Yeah, I can only apologize. I've let the side down and, and uh, for that, uh, I am, I am very sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, uh, um, see what Paul's put in the chat. So I accidentally played it with some rage against the machine at a very posh Christmas party this year. Had to cross oh, to something less X rated. I didn't realize Paul that's DJ'd in his party. spare time. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. All right. There we yeah. go. What's your there DJ you name, Paul? We want to know. <laughs> yeah. My DJ name's DJ. Yeah. DJ, DJ. <laughs> DJ. It's gotta be. <laughs> gotta be. Gotta be. So. Uh-oh. Um, Joe's, Joe's coming in with requests. Uh-oh. Joe. Nice. He's got mankinis. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, no. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, we have one, one donation come in over the, um, over the holidays. We had a box of popcorn from John Rudd, $25 box of popcorn. Thank you very much. Uh, John, really appreciate that. Um, John has been going through some, um, uh, calibration stuff, fun stuff, not bad stuff. And, uh, we've been <laughs> talking it out and having a good time with it. So, nice. um, but yeah, so he, uh, he kicked us a, a nice $25 box of popcorn. Really appreciate that. So, um, yeah. So, uh, guys, this is it. We've got, uh, this is our top 10. We have no images this week. So if you're listening to the audio only, don't feel bad because I didn't go and put together all the images and all of that. I literally took the two weeks off. So I enjoyed it's myself. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's okay. we, uh, and these are, these are all titles we've talked about. So, you know, people know yes. what the pictures are. Um, so, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, that, and it, I suppose if you're that keen on it, you can go back onto YouTube and find where the, we talked about it. And if you want to see the pictures, you can look at it then. Yeah. Cross-promotion. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for that, so for that matter, you can hear what we said about it too. So good night, everyone. Uh, oh, yeah, done. There we go. What, yeah, what he go says. to the show notes. I'll post the list. Thank you. Good night. 14 <laughs> minute show. Done. <laughs> done and done. Oh, no. So three weeks off. Sweet. We, we literally got right to this after our last show. I think it was the next day, right? Mm. It, we had pretty much did. Oh, well, you two I did. Should, I took a I was just going to say, I was like, Poor, poor John was like, oh, my God. I was like, I've I got to get to work. I thought I was on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so we, I, I got it all together. Uh, basically used the same exact formula I had last year. I uh, just cut and paste and did a new one. Um, let me show last year's top 10. Um, we had uh, at number 10. These are all last year's. Last year's top 10, uh, number 10, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, number nine, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Number eight, Pulp Fiction. Uh, number seven, Jurassic World Dominion. Number six, Dune. Number five, Spider-Man No Way Home. Number four, Ambulance. Number three, The Northman. Number two, The Batman. And number one, Top Gun Maverick last year. So that was, uh, that was last year's. And I used the exact same formula that we had last year and came up with a pretty good, a really good list. I really, really like this list this year. Uh, just like I liked last year's and it's pretty cool how the formula works. And just to let everybody know, um, what it is, is it, 
last year it was, I can't remember how many we said, but I, we got a little bit more this year. I think we all submitted 15. Um, so that gave us a few and I'll go over those really last quick. Year we did 10 and then a couple of honorable mentions. Like one or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I seem to remember that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, just whilst you're um, talking about that, did you, again, I just want to quickly say hi. We've got a couple of, I think, newbies. Um, oh, okay. Keith, uh, cool. Keith, uh, I, Keith, I'm not going to try that surname, Keith. I'm going to say yeah. it wrong. I'll feel a fool. So hi, Keith K. Hey, Keith. Um, yep. And, uh, and then Sinopolis. Yeah. Sinopolis, maybe? Sinopolis. Yeah. Jan, we've got Jan uh, Hextra in as well. Um, John, Jan, yeah, Jan, Jan or Jan, yeah. Jan. So uh, yeah, hi guys, yep. awesome. welcome to uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Thank you. Sorry, DJ. Nice job. Interrupted your flow. Oh no, flow, flow, hustle <laughs> <laughs> and flow. That's Even John four. was like, DJ doesn't have flow. There's no flow. DJ's like a full power <laughs> spigot. <laughs> Shut it off. Keep it going. <laughs> Either on or off. Yeah, exactly. There's no flow. Um, yeah. So this year we had a few more, but what I do is if if it's not in the top ten, okay. So we all submitted. 15. I think it just added, it accidentally happened that way. Cause my first list I sent you guys was basically my unaltered list. And it was like, okay, so then you guys sent, you know, 15 or I think mine had 16 and John, then Steve sent 15. So, but anyways, if it's outside of your top 10, what I, I give it a score of 11. Okay. So, so let's say for instance, last year, um, we had Dune, for instance, came in sixth. Because John had it at number two, I had it at number four. Steve, it didn't make Steve's list. Okay, so Steve, I put it in at 11. That's why. I kept thinking, why was that so low? Because Dune yeah. should have been up right. there pretty high. I'd only right. seen it once. I still have <laughs> only seen it once. So I need right. To so if it's not on your list, it gets a score of 11. Okay, that way it keeps it fair for everything that mm-hmm. that is like that, right? So... This year, um, we have a bunch here that like, so uh, I'll go through these from, these are all honorable men, not honorable, I guess you'd call them honorable mentions because one of us scored it on every single one of these, uh, the Google <coughs> scores, somebody had it in their top 10, but it didn't even make the top 10 because the other two just flat out didn't. <laughs> um, so, cause there's a lot of movies. So that's why this list mm. is pretty good. So. So, uh, let's see. All right. That's John over there. So Sleepy Hollow comes in at a, with a score of 32. John had it at 10. Obviously, Steve and I didn't have it. Uh, coming in at, uh, also a score of 32. The Exorcist. Steve had it at 10. Neither John or I had it. Ahsoka, 32 as well. I had it at 10. And then John and Steve did not. Now we get into the number nines. Nightmare Before Christmas. John had it at number nine. We didn't have it. Uh, the Mist, a late, late bloomer for Steve. He, mm. he marked it at number nine. John and I haven't seen it. Uh, let's see. And that's Guardians of the Galaxy. I had it at number nine. John and Steve didn't have it on their top ten. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. John had it at eight. Steve didn't make Steve and I's list. Follow the House of Usher. Uh, I had it at number eight. John and Steve did not have it on the list. Black Adam. 
John had it at seven. Neither of us, neither Steve or I had it on the list, on the top 10 anyways. Uh, now, we could have had these, some of these might have been right outside of it because we did, I, I know, like I've had a, a couple of these because I know Indiana Jones uh, and the Dial of Destiny, Steve had it at seven. I'm. It says here I had it at 11, but I know that was on my list. And as you slide things around, things get punched down and stuff. Well, uh, and then, not to interrupt, but and I, like I yeah. said to you guys, my habit of not rushing out to buy new releases <laughs> kind of kept a lot of things off my list because mm. I haven't bought Oppenheimer or Barbie or – Oh, we'll or, get to this. But, we'll get well, to that. Just, it's all part of the scoring. But yeah. I'm just saying like I haven't even bought those movies yet. So things right. that would have made my top 10 um, just weren't there. And so that's why my list is a little bit hokey compared to – Yours and I don't, Steve's, oh man, no. which no, were but a little see, bit more the, in sync, though. You know what I'm right. saying? And no, but what mine I like, probably wouldn't have. Well, but I'm just saying, mine probably would not have included like Black Adam if I had bought all these other. Movies correct, and, and right, them. and that's <laughs> right. all I'm if trying you, to say. It's not like yeah, it yeah, was yeah. A, not that it was a bad list because they are movies I watched and they right. made my top ten, but they seem outliers because I haven't bought all the the hot big movies you know right because but I'll see wait, that's I'll what i like they're ten dollars and then i'll buy them yeah <laughs> so but uh, see that's what i like about <clears throat> our show and our listeners have commented <clears throat> on that too we all have different theaters we all have different tastes and we all have different ways of doing things and there's just right. as many listeners that do it your way john so it the scores will reflect that right like i said i'm not and trying to minimize my list at all i'm, I'm right i'm just kind of saying that if somebody says, well, that's weird. John didn't have Oppenheimer on his list. Um, right. That's because I haven't bought it yet. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. It has a home theater experience. Yeah. It right. didn't make it. Right. Now, um, I did see it in the theaters, but that wasn't part of our criteria. So Right. Hmm. And that's on Oppenheimer. They, I mean, if they want to make our list, they want to make John's list. They should have released it earlier and then dropped it on sale. There you go. Just <laughs> um, super guys. Uh, let us mark her first. Gents, a first. We have our first Twitter comment on thing. Look at the little X logo you get with it. Hi, Kelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. And, uh, Kelly how on Twitter. How are you doing today? Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Hi, great. Kelly. There you go. Just That's thought I'd awesome. mark that occasion because you get the cool little X with it. That's quite cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. <clears throat> I interrupted your flow, Deej. <laughs> or lack you keep saying flow we're gonna lose john he's gonna run yeah, off he's the gonna bathroom have to take a yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so um, keep thinking of the progressive commercials every time i hear flow <laughs> <laughs> so uh the last uh we got two more outside of the top 10 uh with us with uh these last three indiana jones the dial of destiny uh steve had it at seven um the fugitive Steve had, uh, I had at seven and then the creator at score of 28, the previous two are at score of 29. The creator was at, is at 28. I had it at number six. I don't even think you guys saw it yet, right? No, I haven't seen uh, it. Neither of you well, said seen I it. I have seen it in the interim two weeks that we've been Since. off. So I have yeah. seen it. It's yeah. not on disc. It's out on disc here on Monday and I cannot wait oh, okay. to pick up the disc. So I saw a screener of it. Um, okay. Boy, was it good. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll talk, perhaps talk about yeah. that in more detail next week. Um, but that's why I didn't make my list. Um, but um, just because we haven't spoken about it before, and as you say, it was a last-minute um, entry, The Mist, can I just say um, it is a fantastic, 
fantastic 4K remaster. Um, it's from Lionsgate, and they've released, they've given, mm-hmm. they uh, very cool of them. You get both the black and white version and the color version in 4K in mm-hmm. the same set. So they haven't made you go and buy it twice, which some might have done. Um, and the video is really good, but the audio, it's in Atmos as well, which was news to me. Um, they've remastered it in Atmos, and there is some LFE in this that will rock your world. Um, wow. There is an unexplained earthquake in in sort of first third of the movie where genuinely it felt as though I my, my house was <laughs> rocking and moving um, right up through the floor, right up through the through the sofa. Um, it, it's awesome. It only lasts for a couple of minutes, but boy, oh boy, is it good. So I, because we won't get a chance to talk about it because it'll have gone by next week. Right. So um, I, I do recommend that, guys. It's yeah. well worth picking up. That's yeah, great. Cool. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to our, uh, well, our top 10. Here we go, guys. This is it. It's our top 10 for the year. Uh, any guesses that no, I have the list? This you, is, yeah, I see, this is this new, is to, new us to you guys too. Yeah. And I like, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. We're all finding out together. So, uh, yeah. So, it, and so it's not Evil Dead Rise from one to nine, DJ. Is that what you're saying? Just so I know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Nab it. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame. And this, uh, yeah. So it, just like last year, it's like how it, you know, I hit sort total and it boom here we go because we have some ties but it just this is how it sorted it so number 10 uh super mario brothers oh yeah yeah so john had it at number six steve and i it didn't make our list but that puts it right for some that john's at number six it beat the creator just because that's the way it's actually tied with the creator the way way the (laughs) algorithm works it gave john more credit than me i don't know how to do that Uh, i i I, honestly i don't i kept doing it to see if anything would change um because i wanted to be fair and it's just i did the same thing last year no yeah exactly before that so i don't know how they wait yep yeah no idea the so algorithm yes. is a video gamer clearly right um, so <laughs> uh john would you like to say a few words on why you had it at number six and then that's how we're gonna go through here and then oh, when we get to we, the ones where I we have all have it ranked again Jeez. Uh, just uh, briefly you put it at your yeah. number six so yeah. you don't have to say what was around it because what it beat out but as we get down there we'll say that stuff mm. but yeah, I just thought, it, you know, it being animated, it was um, – the the visuals on it were great. It was super colorful, super um, crisp. Um, the Atmos, I thought, was was very solid on it. And, um, yeah, it was just a great experience overall. Um, mm. I, 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 yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. So. Yeah, I, I, John, I, I would agree with that. I thought it was great. It might not have made my top ten, but it would for me it's an honorable mention. If, right. if Spider-Man – Across the Spider Verse hadn't come along in terms of animated movies, would have been it, then one. Mario would have been my my you know animated film of the year. Right. Um, I, I think it's great. It's great fun. If you're a Nintendo fan, it's cool. If you're just a casual kind of gamer, it's great fun. And if you just want a fun movie, it, it's really good. And you can sit down with the kids. There's nothing too much in there that's going to upset yeah. anybody. You no. can kind of just chuck it on and watch it. Um, and it and it does and- look so colourful as well. It's fantastic. 
And honestly, I only gave this a chance because of you, Steve, because mm. you talked so highly about it when it came yeah. out. Um, mm. I was like, well, eventually, when it's ten bucks, I'm going to buy this. And I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, so. it, it, it is very cool. And the highlight yeah. for me, I think, is the um, is the Donkey Kong Mario fight in the arena. You know, right. it's really, really cool, and and you know, lots of swooshing and atmosphere effects, and it looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, and of yeah, course, twenty five, isn't it? Yeah, fills the screen. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So very good video. Yeah. Oh, I really enjoyed it as well this year. I did I don't think that even made any of my list. It wasn't even just on it wasn't on my list this I year. Genu- I don't think I think I was the only one that had it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, now I feel bad because it was good. Because <laughs> some of these so, I had just outside of the top yeah. ten. I know, like I was a little surprised uh, with 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 yours, Steve. Honestly, because I thought you yeah, were well, much man. I, well, mm. yeah. It, it, again, I, I should have done. And had I thought longer about it, I would have done. Had I had sixteen, not right. just fifteen, it would have been there. Honest, I swear, yeah. it would have been there. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. So uh, at number ten, Super Mario Brothers. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number nine. Any guesses, guys? Any guesses? No, don't know. No, I, I can't okay. even remember one, the list. Only so one of you. Only one fight. of us had it. Only one of us had it. Okay. Uh, and one of us had it at number six, so it is also tied with Super Mario Brothers. But it comes okay. in at number nine. Steve's number six, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part oh. One. Oh yeah. Did neither so, of you have it on your list? I thought you did. Yeah, I just have it. I did, yeah. but it was just outside the top ten. Ah, okay. All righty. Well, I'll I'll take this one then. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we only re- I only reviewed it. I think actually the last show of the of the year. Um. So yeah, it's great. I mean, it, it's a really really good disc. Um. The movie's good fun. Um. We won't mention its box office. Um, because that took about yeah. 45 minutes, I think, of our last show. So we won't go there. <laughs> um, Did you- but it, uh, it, it was, uh, yeah, really, really good movie, good fun. And it's a fantastic disc. Um, audio and video, it's a Paramount movie. So you're going to get top notch, uh, audio video. Although Mr. Cruz may not be bothering with Paramount for much longer, of course. He's uh, yeah, just signed a deal today, today with yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. He yeah, signed, signed a deal a with Warner deal. I'm surprised yeah. Paramount oh. let that go. Yeah, I'm very surprised. Um, I mean, so, I would imagine anyway, yeah. Dead Reckoning 2 would be outside of that deal. Yeah, it's bound to be. Well, I imagine yeah. Mission Impossible pretty much done, isn't it? outside of it, won't it? They're not, Paramount aren't going to give that up, I wouldn't have thought. No, no. <laughs> I mean, who knows, but, but I'd be surprised. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was, um, yeah, so it's really, really good. And again, my highlight for this, if we're going to, because obviously movies that we already liked, hence why it's in our top 10. Right. Um, for me, the, the, as I said, when I reviewed it, the, uh, the Rome car chase is the highlight for me in, in a movie with lots of highlights, but the Rome car chase is just awesome. And if someone comes around and you're like, I'm going to show my system off, that it would be a good screen scene, not screen, a good scene to go to and just let it play. Um, it's, it's great. Um, and, uh, you know, and one for you, John, obviously, because it's in Italy, you know, it's, it's in, in Rome Italy, a bit. Yep. You're going to love it. So it's all good. <laughs> yep. I already yeah, exposed to liking it. <laughs> yeah. You haven't had, you don't have it yet, right? No, I mean, I've seen it, it. I saw it in right. the theaters, but uh, yeah, I haven't picked up the disc yet. So I, I imagine yeah. again, it would have been somewhere in my top 10 if I, if I had seen yeah. it. Cause 
Yeah. I remember that in oh. the train sequence kind of towards the end, I imagine was also very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's just that, that, that car chase was so cool and goes on for so long that uh, it was good. But yeah, the whole disc is great. Just that, that bit in particular, I, I really liked. Um, and, and Randy, again, I think might be someone new. Randy um, might be new as well. Yeah. Yeah. So hi, Randy. Um, says he's waiting for Dead Reckoning on free streaming. I, I mean, obviously, Randy, depending on what you think of the other ones, um, I, if you like the other ones, I wouldn't wait. I'd pick this up because the disc is so good. Um, and the streaming mm. will not match it. So if you, if you, you know, if you really like it, get the disc. Unless Randy um, only streams. Right. Yeah. If well, he's well, only right. streaming, yeah, yeah. like a lot of people just, just stream and they don't have discs. Mm-hmm. So if that's yeah, the case, is fair enough. yeah, absolutely. I, I imagine Paramount would have it relatively soon. Um, for, yeah, I'm a bit surprised it's not on Paramount Plus. I, I'm yeah. surprised it's not already, but with mm. the disc coming out a month ago, I can't imagine it'll be too long before it's on streaming. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Randy was on a couple times last year. Says, oh, sorry, Randy, I apologize. So, there we go. But welcome back. We're just all excited getting new yeah. people, so we'll <laughs> yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Randy, jump out, change your name, come back. We'll get excited again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll welcome you again. Yeah. <laughs> just don't just don't change your name to very Randy, otherwise we'll get the wrong uh, idea. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we'll see yeah, those Twitter ads uh, come back. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I have Mission Impossible. It was literally, it got pushed to 11 on mine. Mm. Yeah. So, and then obviously, like I said earlier, I had Ahsoka just ahead of it at no, in my number mm. 10. So, um, but yeah, it was, it, it was a fun movie. It's a fun home theater experience for sure. Everything you said, Steve. So mm. definitely, uh, happy that that made our, uh, top 10. So, all right. Uh, up next, number eight, number eight. This is now two of us did not have this, didn't make our list, our top 10. And one of us had this at number four. So that pushed it to a score of 26. Transformers, Rise of the Beasts, and John had it at number four. Yeah. Mm. So. I mean, what's to say about this? This is a 4K. Better than The Godfather. But yeah, I say this, (laughs) this is a movie that was made for 4K disc, right? With Atmos. It just was a blast, you know. Um I mean, from top to bottom, it looked great, sounded great, tons of action. You know, it's a Transformers movie, so it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know what you get. You, you know what you're signing up for when, when you go into it, um, but it's spectacle. It's it, it's a gorgeous disc. I really, really enjoyed it. So, Yeah. And <laughs> Paul's disagreeing with you, Deej. <laughs> it's not what? I think as good, better than The Godfather. Oh, oh that's, well, means. that's an inside joke. Home, yeah. <laughs> home theater experience. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, it's a much better home theater movie than The Godfather. Oh my way. God. Way, way better. So yeah, I'll, I'll argue that all day. I don't even think yeah. that's an argument to be fair. No, no. <laughs> like, you guys, you're trying to tell me the Godfather is a better home theater experience. <laughs> you're going to get us canceled. We are. Okay. <laughs> that oh, means yeah. we will have made it. See, we finally made it. We DJ's win a dorky and we get canceled. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's what I love about your list, John. Neither Steve or I had it mm. anywhere on our list. Right. But you bring that in and you're 100% right. I mean, this mm. is an absolute – and that's what this show is about. It's about the – I mean – doesn't have to be Academy Award winning like right. the Godfather. I mean, we all like good movies, obviously. Oh yeah, the Godfather. Well, two two of us like The Godfather, <laughs> but who didn't? 
<laughs> Steve, I didn't think was I like the first one. Oh, the first oh, one I liked. No, the yeah. second one that okay. I was struggling, yeah, yeah. struggling okay. with a little bit. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, obviously we like good movies, but yeah, I mean, this is the mm. home theater show, right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that, and that's exactly what I love about this list. This is the top 10 home theater experiences of the year. And Transformers coming at Rise of the Beasts coming in at number eight, I think is fantastic. Um, and I mean, John, you had it number four. So it's like it pushed it right up there. And that's, yeah. that's perfect. And to be fair, it is one of the better Transformer movies too. It's like we it all is. thought yeah. it was yeah. better than yeah. we thought it would be. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, I know it's going to be a fun home theater movie, but the movie itself, you're yeah, actually, like, wait a minute, really, that was actually, actually pretty good. Did like it? Yeah, I really liked it because mm. I had fallen yeah. off of the franchise towards the end yeah. of the Michael Bay movies, um, but Bumblebee and this one kind of drew me back in. So uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was excellent. So, yeah, this is one I had forgotten we- about. To be fair, like. Mm. I mean, it is a good home theater experience, but then when I saw John's list, I was like, how did I not have that on there? You know, because it was a a great home theater experience. It should have been there. So, um, but yeah. What were you going to say, Steve? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Well, because it's not a Michael Bay film, and with Transformers anyway, the beauty of it is you can see what's going on. You can see where the robots are fighting and right. and how it's all developing because the camera goes back. The editing is a lot more sensible. I mean, don't get me wrong. Microwave films are great. But with these movies, the, the editing is such that it used to become quite difficult to know what they were doing. Whereas this one and Bumblebee as well, in fairness, um, are shot in a much more uh, easy-to-watch way, um, which makes it just as fun. You know, it's great. Yeah, two thumbs up, Keith. Two thumbs up. Um, and, uh, or six thumbs up. It's all a bit six, weird. Yeah. 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 Keith, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. this was Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> well, it kind of is for home theater experiences. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's great. It, I, it is, like you say, uh, DJ right, John. It was a, <coughs> a worthy inclusion. And, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I missed it as well. That would have been, yeah. that would have been my 16. If I'd had 16, yeah. that, that would have been my 16. Yeah. So Honest. There you go, John. Nice work. Right. Transformers, Rise of the Beast, mm. number eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get that <laughs> muted applause, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right. This one uh, at number seven. Again, two of us did not have it on their list, and one of us did. And one of us had it at number three. That was me at number seven, The Covenant. And <laughs> I oh, loved this movie. Did you, did either Building of you guys see aside, this? Well, you, we know, we know. Oh, yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Steve Sart. That's right. And it was like, <laughs> I apparently, it. yeah, I it's filming seen it. location yeah. ruined the home theater experience. Viva España. That's what I'm saying. Viva España. Oh. <laughs> No, it it look. It's a it is a good film. It's a fun film. It's a good home fun. cinema. Well, well, it's a, it's a home, well, it's a home cinema experience. But I, yes. I over here, I've only seen it via Prime. I haven't seen oh. I haven't seen the the, the disc, and right. and so you know, I, I had a truncated version of it. Um, but as I said, I've got a unique perspective on it because it's like it feels like it was shot in my back garden, um, and it was and it never felt like Afghanistan to me ever. <laughs> So that's the problem that I have, but I know that's just my personal opinion. Um, DJ, I, I think you quite like it. Is that fair? Yeah. It, For well, a while, I, it was I, his number one. Number yeah, one. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. year. 
It, yeah. I mean, I once I saw Oppenheimer in the theater, I was like, okay, that's going to be my number one. Nice. Um, but when I saw this, I mean, it just was like, that's it. I mean, just the mm. the cinematography, the way they they shot the the four K, the the imagery that you see in your theater. I thought it was a great, like, just off of that, I thought it was a great home theater experience. Okay. And I mean, I, I always, and I've said it all year long, but you go back to that shot that they had and the way they incorporated the sound with it as well. So you have Jake Gyllenhaal off camera to the right rear of you. And, but you see him to the front left because he's in the reflection in the, in the vehicle and the military vehicle that he's in. The guy he's talking to is standing next to the mirror. So his voice is coming from appropriately the front left channel. But Jake Gyllenhaal's voice is coming from the right rear channel and you see him talking, but it's only because you're seeing him in the front of the room of the reflection. It's little tiny things like that. And then the rest of the movie, I mean, I thought it was, uh, you know, Spain aside, I thought it was a great, like, movie too. It's, you know, like what it's, it's really kind of two different movies in one. You know, the first hour of it is is the buildup, and then the second hour is, you know, the action part of it. And then once we get to that, I didn't, th- I didn't, did not lack for base at all. It had every ingredient you would want in a home theater movie. Plus, it's a very, very good movie. I thought, um, you know, I think if Steve wasn't, if maybe they actually risked their lives and went to Afghanistan and shot the film there, <laughs> Steve would have been on board. But apparently, you know, it's like, I, I don't know if Steve knows yet or not, John, but all those space movies he likes. I know Star Wars was filmed a, on a sound stage, Steve. I don't what know that. are you talking about? That's not true. Don't <laughs> ruin my childhood, in your boys. backyard, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, closer, to be fair. It's only yeah. Pinewood. Um, right. yeah. But, uh, yeah, but no, I like I said, the... <clears throat> I, for those wondering, I grew up in Spain. I, I lived there for ten years, south coast of Spain. The the the, the uh, terrain is very very distinctive, and I I am convinced this was shot literally within half an hour of where I lived, and I and I recognise it, and I could not switch my brain off from that. And I've seen the movie <laughs> twice, in fairness, um, and it is a good film. But again, my unique. You only ever take from art what you bring to it, Deej. Right. Uh, so right. I hear. And that's, yeah. and the problem with me is it, it, I could not switch off that familiarity. Right. It felt, it never felt real. The, ver- the verisimilitude never reached right. anything Ooh. for me. In a movie that's supposed to have realism in it. Let me look that take- up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's from Richard Donner. Richard Donner was saying about Superman the movie that it should have verisimilitude. It should be realistic. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how it should feel. You should believe a man can fly. Right. Um, and right. so with this, I never got that because it just felt like home. And so I, so I could never quite get into the movie like a, a normal audience member could. Um, so that's, but that's my own unique issues with it. Also, yeah. the no, chap who is the interpreter just looks like Tamira Morrison. Um, and I couldn't shake that either. It's like his twin yeah. brother. Um, and so, uh, yeah, but, um, but it's a shame. It's a shame, but it's a very good film. And I, I get that yes. and I can see why people without that frame of reference would really like it. Um, yeah. and also I think one of the few Guy Ritchie movies that you wouldn't know was a Guy Ritchie movie unless yeah. someone told you, you know, his usual yeah. camera tricks and the normal way he, he mounts his movies is very different. So he's, he's, he's definitely changed his style for that film, which is interesting in and of itself. Um, yeah. So, yeah. No, it's great. It is. It is good. It is good. 
<laughs> Do you plan on grabbing this one, John, when it's on sale? I will. Yeah, I will. And I almost mm. I I came very close to watching it about two weeks ago on Prime. I think I actually even kicked it on and started it, and then I stopped it and said, "I'm going to wait for the disc because hmm. I don't want to soil my experience with it." <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Is is it because it's only on Blu-ray over there, isn't it? I think um, it's only I, on Blu-ray. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm not even sure it's out here yet. <clears throat> if it is, it, it'll only be on Blu-ray as well. So right. whether there'll be a 4K version eventually, I don't know. Yeah, I saw. And it, <clears throat> I almost wasn't going to put it on my list because. I I mean I saw it a long time ago, but it was on. It dropped on Kaleidoscape and 4K Atmos a long time ago, and then it what did it, I think it dropped in the fall here on disc right. and in Blu-ray. For, yeah, uh, yeah, on Blu-ray only. So, but if it hadn't dropped physically, I wouldn't have included it because I don't. I only want to include the stuff that actually is out for everybody. Right. Um. But yeah, it's I I really enjoyed it, and I mean up until I mean. Up until July, and we saw our Oppenheimer, we weren't. I mean, what are you going to do? So, I, I, you know, and I told everybody in July when I came home from that, I'm like, I knew, yeah, that's my number one now. So, yeah. and well, I was just hoping so. it came out in time. <laughs> um, Jordan, what's that, John? Says, I said spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah. I've just checked on Amazon. Yeah. There. There is no physical release of the Covenant here either. So Amazon might have an exclusive on it, I suppose. Um, but it is available to import from the US, but albeit yeah. only on Blu-ray. Uh, wait for ten. Wait for four K. It's bound to come out. All right. <laughs> so. So yeah. So uh, that's uh, the Covenant at number seven. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, now we get into our number six. This one here, only one of us had it outside the top 10. The other two had it dead on same score. John and Steve had this at no, their number five. <laughs> Sisu. I was going to say, it. it's oh, not what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah no, 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 not at number five. Yeah, Sisu. <laughs> No, yeah. you guys oh. had it at number five. Well, I was thinking yeah. it was another film, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I yeah. had it at, it came <laughs> I mean, in our, it's our number six, but you guys had it both scored at your five. And because, where did I have it? I had it at, let me look at my list. It was list. in your 10, wasn't it? It was, it was in your I had 10. it at 15. It came oh, in wow. at 15. Oh, okay. That was my 15th, Cease mm. to. Um, and it, it actually was higher than that. And then I saw a couple, I was like, oh my God, I forgot, like, uh, like, they, what was, I'll follow House of Usher. And I knew I wanted to get that in. That dropped it down a little bit. But yeah, so I had it at 15. Uh, it was up there for a while this year because I start my list at the beginning of the year and I just keep going. I add it. Where do I want it? And then I tweak it at the end like like we all did. But um, but go ahead, guys. Your number, it was your number five. It came in at number six. So go on, John. Jump it in. Is and then great. I'll yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, great fun, right? I mean, this, mm. this movie oh. was brutal <laughs> and <laughs> beautiful right <laughs> mm. um, i don't remember this was not in was this atmos or was it no so it's no, 5.1 yeah, it was 5.1 yeah. yeah but still mm. you wouldn't know um I, I i think it had a great audio track um mm. it, it you know this is guns and explosions and you know all that stuff you want to hear and uh surround sound and um yeah just like I said, just glorious brutality. What else? What else can you say? <laughs> oh, I yeah. think it's. I think it says on the on the on the the disc release over here. One of the reviews it says is glorious <clears throat> carnage. 
Oh, is that what it said? So yeah, I was pretty, I'm pretty, close, sure, I'm pretty wasn't sure. Yeah, I think that's what it said. I, I, I think it does. Without having it in front of me, I think that's what it says. But yeah, it's a great film. I mean, I I was was predisposed to love this from the trailer, which was out in February, and uh, I had seen the trailer on the day I went to the what Hi Fi show and met john thompson and mark craven from home cinema choice and 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 i was saying to those guys and there were a couple of other movie producers there and i was saying to them sisu have you guys seen the trailer and they're like what the hell is sisu yeah you put us like, guys, on this i think just just watch it watch it watch it yeah and oh my god it was great so i was ready for this and when i finally got to see it i loved every frame of it i think i'm now up to a about seven viewings of it, I think, because um, I watched it twice in one week. Um, and so, I've, you know, I've seen it a number of times. Um, I still would like to have had the Atmos track that Deej has got. Um, but, um, but, but you're right, John, it does, it up mixes really well. And, and, and if there's any doubt of that, that, that's, that's a suasion about the first five minutes when you yeah. get the lovely slow, uh, shot of the planes coming over. And even in up mixed neural X, they go right over the top of mm. the screen. Um, and that does sound very cool, but I'm sure it would be even better in Atmos. Um, yeah. and I think the only slight complaint I think I had was the bass was a little inconsistent. Sometimes the, the you know, again, sorry guys, the 50 cal sometimes sounds really, really bassy and, and, and really punchy. And then the, the next scene is suddenly it's not quite as hefty. So that was, mm. that was just a slight disappointment, only very slightly, but I, I love the movie and I, I still love the, the track and it does look, as you say, beautiful. The opening shots across the, the wasteland somehow make it look, you know, almost three dimensional. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. So great disc, great movie. And, and if you haven't picked it up, do it. <laughs> yeah. Just absolutely. <laughs> John, anything else? Nothing else. No. Um, yes. You didn't mention I, your um, your cre- credibility stretching um, plane ride towards the end each. <laughs> I haven't mentioned anything. It wasn't my turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm about to right now. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. no need to now. So thank you very much. Um, <laughs> geez. And, and John, you see why I don't tell him what's on the list? Right. <laughs> Everybody know already. He would have yeah. tweeted it out. Oops, oops. Yeah, well, I'm going on. No, uh, all I would like to say, though, is and anybody new to the podcast this year, uh, it, we do have some new people in here. And I'm sure when you first hear this, one of the things you're going to hear us harp on here is you don't need Atmos. You don't. Hmm. And this is another movie that is an example of that. Um, we're going to, and we talk about it all the time. Any Christopher Nolan movie doesn't have object based sound. You don't need that. Object based doesn't add any extra frequencies. It doesn't add any extra depth to base. It's like your standard true HD or, uh, what is it? DTS master audio that either one of them both go to the same. They both go just as low as, as the other, as their object based counterpart. Um, the fa- and then as we've talked about many, many times <laughs> on this show, our processors are taking that and for all intents and purposes, you guys are getting it. You're getting, you know, it's, you're getting that you had that overhead effect. And it's like, if I shut off Atmos and I played the five one or I upmixed the five, you don't, it's about the experience. It's not about what's written. I mean, if you, 
turn your TVs off and stare at the front of your receiver if that's all you want to do. But it's about the booms and the stuff that goes on in your room. And that that's what we talk about here. And um, I love that you guys just mentioned that. You didn't have the Atmos. I did. But I don't think mine was any better or worse or yours was any worse or whatever. It's That's not what it's about. It's about what goes on in your room. So um, just another example. And uh, yeah, I, I had a... It, it's not my cup of tea. You know, this is a horror action type of film that is, uh, you know, a little out there. Apparently, they didn't shoot it in Spain, so you can <laughs> exit a plane that way. Had they tried to exit a plane that way over Spain, oh. this probably would have fallen to, like, number 52. 16. 16. <laughs> it would have been number 16. Like, that cloud in the background was in yeah. Spain when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yes, Sisu, our number six. <laughs> Here we go. You really shouldn't all have right. all those people out there, deeds in the snow, waiting to just cheer at the end of each show. I think it's just yeah. not fair. Poor it's things. The, it's the three people. I got to get more people in the crowd. We only got like two, and they're trying to make up for it, clapping their feet and hands at the same time, running around the house. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're we're into our top five, guys. Top five. Mm-hmm. Top five. Um, from here on out, it's all. I mean, at least two of us have it on their list and this our number five two of us have it one of us did not um steve you had it at number four Ooh. i had it at number two what do we got new really newly released titanic in 4k <laughs> number five number five so uh steve i'll let you go first where you had mm-hmm. it lower uh john actually you didn't have it because you didn't you didn't I buy it yet I correct it up right mm-hmm. right yeah um although you're not a big fan of the movie I, I, are you? It, right i'm not a massive anyway. fan of the movie um mm. but it, but again this is about the home theater aspect so i imagine yeah. it would have been on my list um and mm. you know had i picked it up this was pretty much at the end of the year anyways and uh, yeah, literally came in December. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for all of us. I haven't yeah. bought it yet. So, no, it, it yep. is. Um, it is a textbook example of when cutting edge technology is used to remaster a movie that's already in fairly decent shape. Anyway, um, I've seen some stuff online. I've seen some stuff on Twitter. I haven't read it, other than just the 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 opening salvo with some people complaining about it. <sighs> I don't know what they're complaining about because, as I said, I didn't read it, but they were complaining. Um, to me, I can only, again, Deej, you, you said it. I'll echo it. I can only talk about the experience in my room. And in my room, yeah. it was flawless um, and absolutely <clears throat> exceptional. Now, I haven't seen any of the other Cameron movies, obviously The Abyss, True, Li- uh, True Lies, or um, Aliens. I haven't seen the 4K Masters of those yet. They're out here in March. Um but uh, and I and I'm not watching the digital versions. Um, but if if they are a sign, or sorry, if Titanic is a sign of things to come, then we are in for an absolute treat. Um, the visuals on this are absolutely exceptional. Um, razor sharp details, stuff that, that there is no way the costume designers back in 1997 could have thought that one day we would be able to see 
this detail. I, or having said that, maybe they did because Cameron has famously approached the the makers of the China Royal Dalton that made the China for the original Titanic made the China for this film. So maybe he did think that maybe one day you'd be looking at it in ultra detail and you might notice the difference. I don't know. Um, but boy, oh boy, does it look good. And it, and, and it's stunning. And the, the audio is very, very good indeed. Perhaps not quite reference, um, because it's not enveloping for the entire movie. There are some amazing scenes right. in it. But it's not not quite up to today's standards, but still very very good indeed. Um, th- but the video is what is just awesome. And in fact, I don't think I said that. I don't think I said that this when I reviewed it. Um, while I was watching it, someone who has no interest in this stuff whatsoever um, came wandering into the cinema room, and this person happens to know Titanic very well, and came in, and it was only a shot with two characters walking along the promenade, and was like whoa, what the hell is that? And immediately sat down and was Shawshanked and watched the rest of the movie because just like, oh, my God, that looks incredible. And so for someone who's not shown any interest in this stuff ever before, um, other than, you know, oh, yes, Steve, all right, Steve, if you say so, Steve, um, <laughs> it, it was in this case was was blown away. So that if that is a, a mark of quality, then um, then so be it. So, yeah, that's why it was where I put it. It was great. So very, very cool. Yeah, and you had it at number four. Um, I had it at number two for mm-hmm. all of those reasons. Mm. Um, of the, I was, you know, on, on Kaleidoscape, I was lucky enough. I got this, what, the week before, and then mm. all yeah, the yeah, other Camerons dropped the week after, right? <clears throat> so I've seen all of those already. Um, this, if I was to rank all this with the others, as far as movies go, I would, this is way under, I mean, you got true lies, aliens and, and the abyss. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Titanic. It was good. But, you know, that like, whatever. This is over three hours long, correct? Or is it right around three hours? Titanic, yeah, right? Three, 12, three, 14, to get Shawshanked into a three, like when it dropped the day it dropped, I was like, all right, let me see. Cause I'd heard some hubbub about it and that it was pretty good or whatever. And I'm like, all right, let me see what it looks like. Wow. And I, I was blown away. And the fact that I had it at number two, that it beat the covenant that I, like you guys said, I'd had that at number one all the way until November. Right. And then it, this comes in and I was like, I, I just couldn't, I, I look, I went back, I watched the covenant and I'm like, mm, looking at it and I'm like, this, like you said, Steve, everything about it, it's like how the, the remaster of this, and they get you mm. right from jump when you're, you know, you're underwater, you're looking at the Titanic. And I, I will say that I think the audio in this is referenced because hmm. it's not over it, like it's not overly done like we would like in like, you know, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, but it's appropriate. And when you're underwater, it feels like you're in the, in the sub, right? And you're like, mm. you get, it, it's so enveloping throughout the entire movie that you're like, it, there's more to sound than just boom and bang and 50 cals, you know, there's mm. that, that environment and that it, that it can provide for you. And I thought this nailed it across the board. And like you said, the picture quality, the imagery, it's like, I mean, the other, the other three came out a week later. They, they're not making this list. They all have their, their, I love them all, but they do. Mm-hmm. They have their flaws to them. Um, but this does not. I think this is like, it's amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. 
So that's why I had it at number two. Poor old so. Keith says he watched Titanic with his yeah. eight-year-old months before I knew there was a remaster coming. Well, the good news is, Keith, you do know now that it's out and it's well yeah. worth seeing again. Um, you know, go go get it, give it a go. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, that I started. That was my fault. You, yeah, Steve Att's chat. Uh, Steve Att. Yep, there you yep. go. It, saying you don't need Atmos doesn't mean you don't need slash want height speakers. Uh, no, yeah, you're 100% right. It's like I recommend height speakers. Um, but if you have height speakers, it means your system has Atmos processing or object-based processing. So that means you can up-convert anything that doesn't have an object-based mix in the source to basically give you that object-based feel. And that that's the point that we're talking about. It's not just, you know, I mean, you don't necessarily need that some people, depending on the room you're in, trying to force in an overhead where it might not work might actually deter your system because you'll be sending sounds to a place that doesn't, it doesn't envelop you the correct way. So it, it's more, I mean, all your speakers, it's, and we talk about this all the time too. It's so room dependent. That's the most important part of it. And uh, I think some people try to force an Atmos system in when it really shouldn't be there. And they're like, but I got overheads. Yeah, but now you're routing some sound away from where a, a traditional 5.1 might be more effective for you. So, but the point we're making is just because it, what's this one? It's from Omar. Uh, yeah, hi, Omar. Omar. Yeah, well, yeah, like, DJ, did it have the same effect as gravity with audio? Um, talking about Titanic? Yeah, it's not uh, as enveloping as, as gravity. I mean, gravity is a whole new version of Atmos, isn't it, in terms of how they um, do that, just because of the way yeah, the sound moves. Yes, but but I will say that one of the things that I liked about Gravity is it's not it is environmental, especially that opening scene that mm. anybody that has the Atmos track on that, it's like, you know, you go to that and how the sound moves around the room. And it doesn't have to be, like I said before, Rise of the Beasts. It's not boom, like, oh, wow, planes flying over. It's more subtle. And that's where Atmos comes from, atmospheric. It's supposed to just give you that atmosphere. Um, so I, I would say it's closer, closer to gravity than it is to rise of the beasts, you know? Um, but yeah. Uh, so, all right. Uh, that was Titanic at number five. Dropping in Keith again. So he says he now has to watch Titanic in 4k for the 89th time. That's, that's fine, Keith. That's all right. It's it. Go for 90. Go on. You know, you want to. There you go. <laughs> Uh, here is, ironically, this is, we're at number four. Mm -hmm. All three of us had made, it made our top 10. It's the first one to enter it where all three of us have it on the list. Okay. Uh, we ha obviously had it at various places. Uh, I'll start with Steve first. Steve had it at number eight. I had it at number five, and John had it at number three. Oh, okay. I know what it is. Yeah. So I think I know. who would like to say what it is? Go on, John, because I'm only guessing. John, John Wick 4. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. Especially just because I was looking at my list, and I know I had that at number three. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cheat. <No>. Cheat. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Steve, you had it at number eight. John, why don't you go for it? We'll go the other way. We'll go from the, John, you had it at number three. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, once again, um, I mean, from the, from the opening fist hitting the wood mm. dummy, oh. this thing is just an experience, right? It's, this yeah. is three, I don't remember exactly. It's two forty or it might be mm. three hours long. This is a long mm-hmm. movie. Um, and you know, movie wise, I don't think it needed to be that long, but home theater wise, <laughs> this thing, you know, it, it looks like an anime. It's, it's got that color, that the visuals, the, you know, the shots of Tokyo and, um, the use of color in this are unbelievable. Um, you know, Paris. Looks what about the overhead shot? That was like a video game. Yeah. The yeah, dragon's yeah, breath. Yeah. That, yeah. That was insane. Mm. And, you know, and of course, again, the audio in this, there is no shortage of <laughs> atmospheric gunfire and you name Base. it. Go, yeah. Going mm. on in this movie. I mean, this is just a, again, it's a cinematic, um, home theater experience. It's, um, yeah. Um, like yeah. I said, for me, it was one of the best of the year. Um, you know, and like I said, it gets you right from the, the opening 10 seconds, you know, yeah. that mm. this thing is just going to be a, a juggernaut for home theater and it mm. doesn't disappoint. Um, you know, I'm, yeah. I, see, I'm, in, I'm embarrassed because I missed this from my list. It wasn't until I saw you guys had put it on. I suddenly remembered. No. And what's, <sighs> what's bad for me is, I had a, I had a, um, you know, I've got a, uh, an app that I use to track the films that I've bought and, and that I've got because obviously I store them in cardboard sleeves, but, right. um, you know, no one throws things at the screen. Um, <laughs> and I, um, and so I, I look through that list and the good thing is it separates, you can put it into months, what was bought in every month. And I went through it to, to make my list. I went through and I missed it. And the reason I missed it is it's a dark cover. So it kind of oh, just blended just in blended with all in. Of the others. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, as you guys know, I buy quite a few discs each month. Um, and so I just kind of, I just <laughs> skip over it. And the opposite problem yeah, of every me. minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well yeah, I had I to struggle know. to find 10 movies I bought. That was, that's just <laughs> yeah. a week for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah we won. Hey, I still maintain Jordan Carpenter is worse. Sorry, Jordan. I know he's in the chat. Um, but still <laughs> it's, and I missed it. And so when you put it in, I'm like, Oh my God, how can I have missed that? So luckily that was a quick bit of rearranging. Um, otherwise it would have been at number 16 on my list. Um, <laughs> right. so, uh, luckily I remembered and then changed it. So yeah, oh, it's great. Fantastic film. Really, really good disc. You do get a lot for your money. It does feel yeah. a bit like, I think I said, when I reviewed it, it's like having a massive chocolate cake and you're like, Oh, you know, you, you can have too much of a good thing. And you right. get to the point where you're like, Oh, I'm feeling a bit sick now. And after the 34th time that he climbs the stairs to then be knocked down to the bottom of it again, um, right. I think you're like, can we just get to the top of the stairs now, please? Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Movie you know. wise, it was long, <laughs> but, <laughs> but home yeah, but if you're wise, having yeah. fun. Does that matter? And we talked about that when we, because well, yeah, we, yeah. we all loved it. And you're like, mm. eh, it was a little long, but it's like, I mean, it's one we're going to talk about a little later. That's really long too. But it, right. people that liked it were like, didn't but see it. It's not so much the length. You know? It does. I mean, you could just only shoot so many people so many times. Like it, to <laughs> me, it's the repetitive. Like there was just there was just one. What too was that, John? <laughs> there was just one too many thirty minute gun battles. I think you know. It, in in John Wick, um, whereas the other movie you're speaking about, it's it's three hours, but it's not a repetitive right thing. You're yeah. not seeing yeah. this yeah, stuff right. over yeah. and over and yeah. over again. Like you said, you yeah. can just only kill so many guys, so many so many times in one scene. So 
I think that's yeah. where to me it was like Steve said with the chocolate, it's just a little too much chocolate cake, you know, um, <laughs> whereas something else, you know, again, or I, you know, this past week I watched four hour return of the King. And, um, but again, it's yeah. not the same thing over and over. Well, again, it's a lot of walking. So I guess it is a lot. of. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, but so. John, it's walking in Atmos. Right, right. right. <laughs> to, uh, to quote Kevin Smith in Clerks 2, even the trees walk in those movies. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's only one return. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh. Um, oh, man. No, it's, it's very cool. I, 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 it is a great movie. You can't, shouldn't really be churlish for getting more, but it, it does seem a lot. Um, has anyone actually worked out the body count in that film? I mean, I dread to think. No, no. It must be the highest. I don't think my, I don't have that many fingers or toes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They moved. A lot of the characters (laughs) don't either. True. Yeah, quite. But it's got to be one of the highest body counts, surely. I mean, the entire movie. Well, actually, um, I think Star Wars is the most. Oh, because of Alderaan. Yeah. Yeah. And and blow up a planet. Another one we're going to talk about. They blow up a planet, then the Death Star. Has a pretty high (laughs) body count, too, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had it at number five. Mm. Any other year, this could be a number one. I mean, all of these mm. from here on out are are pretty much could be a number one. I, I struggled with year. my top three, honestly. Like mm. any one of these could have been one, two, or three for me. Um, yeah, I agree. As far yeah. as what I had on my top three, so actually, so. do I agree? No, there was only number one. There was only one. There was only one, oh. and it's yeah. not highlighted. All right. So let's let's do uh so number four, John Wick four, how appropriate. Yeah, we'll more applause as we get higher yeah. up the list. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Um so uh let's see, what do we got for before we move on to our top three? We've got some comments here. Uh oh, Paul's so Sisu, ninety minutes or John Wick, hundred and seventy minutes. See, it's Sisu I'm going John me. Wick all day no, long. I don't know. It's Sisu. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do them both. Damn it! True. Take the afternoon <laughs> off, one after the other. Come on, so, two hundred and sixty minutes. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you've got to see them both. You can't choose for different yeah. reasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we have. A, Jan in the chat saying Casper was a great movie. The DTS Laserdisc was one of the best sounding discs ever. Yes, absolutely. Go back a couple uh, months. I think we talked. Yeah. We talked. About I talked that. about it on, I watched it on Kaleidoscape, my wife and I, and I was like blown away. I was like, oh my God. And it was, I have the laser. I showed the laser disc when we did the show. I'm like, and I remember buying that movie going, I'm buying Casper. I mean, I didn't think it was great back then. I actually thought it was better now. I was expecting it to be really bad. Um, but my wife and I had a blast with it and I forget what it, what it was. It was just HD with DTS Master Audio 5.1, I think. And it is, it's a really, really good sounding disc. If you can, if you want to pick that up on Blu-ray, it's absolutely, it's a great home theater experience. So couldn't agree more, Jan. Um, Jordan. Uh, technically, True. Avengers <laughs> Infinity War has the biggest body count with half the universe. Hard to no, top that one. one. There you it's go. Not, you know, yep. It's not, you know, because they all came back. True. Doesn't count if they come back. That Although is that true. That was the next movie, I suppose. But still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. So, all right. Here we go. At number three. Uh 
two of us. Myself. Two of us. This made two of our lists. Uh, Number three. And then the, and one of us did not have it. Oh, so that's me. (laughs) Um, Okay. So. I think I know. Man, you guys know. At number, yeah, see, and that's what keeps it, keeps it fun. Here we go. Uh, at number three, John's number two. Oh, okay. And Steve's number one. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, only at number three. Boo. You had it in your list, DJ, didn't you? Yeah, I thought you did. Yes. Uh, it was in my list, but it it didn't make the top ten. I thought it was like six or seven for you. Mm. No, no. (laughs) My list is right there. Uh, I had it at 14. Oh, okay. You guys yeah. might have seen it. It was at, a, it might have been at 11 at one point, but then as I tweaked and mm. moved and it dropped, cause I was like, ah, I can't say that one's better than that one. So, but, okay, uh, so. Evil Dead Rise at number three should not uh, be a you, surprise to most listeners. <laughs> no, no. The next, actually, our number one is a surprise because John, you had Evil Dead Rise at two. Yeah. Obviously, Steve had it at one. Uh, I had it, it, I give it a score of 11 because it fell to 14 on mine. But, uh, Steve, if you guys take it away. Okay. Top three. Uh, can I, can I, yeah. All right. Then it should be number one, obviously, but that's fine. I, I won't. I, I won't don't think so. <laughs> I struggled with this quite yeah, a bit oh, too, man. Steve. Yeah. yeah I, it, uh, this could have been number one for me easily. Yeah. I, just for it, it, it it's, it, it the reason it's, it was on my number one is because not only is it the movie I think we've talked about most this year, even more than Oppenheimer, um, and it's the one that sparked the most conversation, spirited though it was, on multiple weeks, I seem to remember yeah, as like well. six weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. I think um, we're still running on like 28 weeks Yeah, now, I say we're still bringing it up every still week. About it. Still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it spilled yeah. over to Takeover Tuesdays, and it spilled into all kinds yeah. of – and it spilled into the 24-hour podcast with um, – you know, with, with people asking about it then and Todd talking about it. Um, oh, yeah, and I have Evil Ralph Dead. on. Yeah, Ralph had it this? on his list. He goes, have you seen yeah. Evil Dead Rise? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. So it, um, and it was also, may I say, it was an honorable mention on in Home Cinema Choice as well for um, movie of the year uh, or disc of the year. So anyway, um, it is, so not only is it all that, that it sparked all this debate about how excellent the film is, and we all agreed that it was excellent. Right. We're um, talking about the home theater experience, Steve. Quick, quick, mute Deej, John, mute Deej. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he can't disagree. If I had um, that power, it would have been done 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight <laughs> God, yeah. That's it, just smashing the microphone. Um, let me on, let me on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Thanks, yeah, John, so not, let me back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not only is it uh, is it an awesome uh, uh, debate movie, as it were, be careful how I use that phrase, um, the uh, it it is an incredible home cinema experience. Uh, good. He's, he's drinking. We can say we like um, an incredible home cinema experience. Um, I from frame one to the very end, this sounded amazing, and some things happen in there. I it's like a stuck record because we've talked about it before, but some things happen in this. Did, again, in my room, appreciate, you know, it's in, only in my room, I can only call it how I see it, that I have not heard before or since in terms of 3D audio with the drone at the beginning that genuinely felt like I could reach out and grab it, like it was hovering in 
in 3D space. Um, you know, the little flies buzzing around, the, 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 the air conditioning going, the, the little rumble in the vents, the, the, the rain outside, all this kind of stuff is constantly going on. And, it, and we talked about envelopment with Titanic. For me, this film is constantly enveloping. There's always something going on. And then you get to the sequence in the lift where there is a possession. Spoiler alert, it is Evil Dead, um, which I think is just, you know, all speakers firing, everything going at once, and it genuinely feels like this, all hell is breaking loose, if you'll forgive the pun. Um, and so, you know, it, so it sounds amazing. And I, I was thoroughly impressed with how it looked. Um, it, it, you know, again, I, and, and DJ, again, we've talked, I mean, the opening is three-dimensional with the kind of the movement through the, along the stream. <clears throat> there are, you know, it's not... Um, it betrays its budget perhaps a little bit in terms of its video. Um, you know, it's not, it's not huge and stagey or anything like that, but what is there for this kind of movie is lovely. And it just, it's the black levels are great. The, the, the HDR works really well in terms of the color saturation. The blood has never looked more horrible. The injuries look really icky. Um, I loved, and I say that deliberately i love this film as a movie and as a home theater experience um and i thought it was great and so it should be number one damn it but i'm prepared to accept it at number three um you know just because you know well how gracious of you well, there you go <laughs> so no it's great he's really really good um john so those were a few bombers out there it yeah, been. yeah 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 the uh imdb peeps yeah yeah so well uh, yeah john so but let's I mean, deed you're gonna yes, go in the middle you're yeah, gonna be I the filling no in the sandwich I, I then, have nothing uh, else to add to that. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, like I said, it was a, a toss-up between number. It, this could have been easily number one for me. Uh, my number one, I just actually liked the film a little more, mm. and I think that's mm. what that's what pushed it over the top for me. So, and that's a great segue because the reason it dropped for me is it's just like, as, as we've said, I talked about with Ralph, I'm like, it's just the movie itself just didn't resonate with me. My wife and I were both like, that was weird. Like we didn't <laughs> like it. We like, didn't like the movie movie, but we did both say throughout the movie, as you said, with the drone scene right at the beginning that we were like, that's awesome. I mean, multiple times we were like, that is awesome. And it is. It, and that's why, I mean, for me to literally not like a movie and then to have it in my list, I'm like, that's, that's a home theater experience. I get that. Um, I do have a uh, drone scene coming up, I'm thinking, next week that I found that I was like, holy crap, I think it might rival it. Um, but it's, it, it, I mean, it is. It's a great home theater experience. And if you like the Evil Dead series, from what I gather, then, <laughs> I mean, you, you got to own this. Absolutely. I mean, I own it. I only own it once, yeah. just once. I didn't <laughs> buy it again. I didn't buy it on disc, too. But, um, but yes, so, I mean, I think it is a great number. I mean, it's great to be in the top three. Uh, it's a great number three. Um, I think mm, I, we'll talk about it when we get to the end. So we got to get to where, get to our number one, and then we could talk more about how things felt. But so, yes, so that's Evil Dead Rise at number three. All right. Now, number two. Number two. Uh, two of us had it. 
one of us did not. Exact same scores as our number three. Uh, John did not have this one. Steve had it at his number two. And my number one, Oppenheimer 4K Atmos, uh, that's, that's honestly, this was the one when it landed, I was like, okay, why did Oppenheimer get two? And even, cause they both have the same score. And I was like, yeah. and I started to look and I'm like some other, and I reshuffled and it always just went, I don't reshuffle. It just always landed there. And then I'm like, okay, Super Mario. I'm like, is it because I scored it? And I'm like, no, wait, Super Mario brothers, John scored it higher. And then I did. It, or we scored it the same. So I was like, no rhyme or reason. But according to tied with Evil Dead Rise at 14, Oppenheimer, um, and Steve had it at two. I had it at one. I've been talking about like, like John said earlier, <clears throat> this is just one of those movies that, I mean, this is a home theater experience. Um, this is a movie and this is why any of these movies in the, the entire top 10. If you're watching these on your television in your living room, which I know everybody listening and watching us, they're not, right? But any of these movies, if people are just streaming these and watching them on a living room TV through living room speakers. Or on an iPad. Or, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> it would do such or a their thing. I, or their iPhone. Oh, um, even worse. Yeah. Um, you're Word not getting mouth. the experience. And all of these, all... Ten of these movies that we've listed, you need. I mean, they're our systems pull out the entire movie. We get to experience the entire movie, and that's with Oppenheimer. We get that the audio in this, which is not Atmos, it is you know DTS Master Audio five point one, true Christopher Nolan. And there's there's beats throughout this movie for people that haven't seen it yet. There there is bass and beats throughout this movie that you don't even know what they are. And it's not until maybe your second viewing or third viewing that you're like, oh my God, it just dawns on you what that is because it comes later. And it's it's so well done. The tension is that is built through this movie, through the sound, uh, the visuals, amazing. Absolutely amazing. The way he shot this 70 millimeter, we you've seen it all. If you're watching... And listening to us, you know the background of this movie. Um, absolute, you know, must own home theater experience at number two. Um, what do you got, Steve? You had it at your number two, so this falls yeah. right in line for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, quite. It, it, it's now I've only seen it once um, because, again, it is a long movie and, and it requires time. That around this time of year, I just didn't have. Um, so I've only seen it once, but it it is a a tour de force. I mean, it's a, it's a home theater. Uh, demo from start to finish. Um, it, it, it is fantastic. Um, and, and yeah, the base is crazy. The way in which it, it, but it, but what I like about it is that it's, it's what we've talked about before in terms of its muscular base. It's controlled base. It isn't again, your Halloween ends just rattling off the scale and making everything mm-hmm. rattle, which, which is uncomfortable and, and, and distracting. Whereas, so this is muscular base. It's strong. It's deep, but it's controlled. And even when you only get a couple of seconds of it and, and it comes back, you, you still never get the sense that it's gone too far. 
Um, so no, I think it's great, and it and it and it perfectly complements the story being told. Um, it's a long movie, but it flies by, um, and it's really really good. So yeah, no, I I, I completely agree. And again, I, I I agree. I mean, if I wasn't such a horror nut, then I think that um, you know, again, I would have easily swapped these two around with Evil Dead Rise, but. I'm a horror right. nut, so I can't. Um, but it's still very, very good indeed. Um, and uh, yeah, and I, so it, it, it's an easy recommendation. The fact that you couldn't buy it for a couple of weeks after it was released in 4K speaks volumes. I mean, again, I think people yeah. have, word got out that it was very, very good indeed. Um, and I see uh, Lion MQJ. I'm not going to Lion Madge. Yep. Um, saying again that uh, you know in the in the chat there that watched it for the first time on Christmas Day right after dinner. A bad idea, but a great movie and the sound was awesome. I mean, no one, no one is saying anything other than it's an awesome disc, I think. I certainly haven't seen oh. any negative reviews. Um, but uh, Fred215 says The movie overrated. maybe perhaps rather than the, so, the, the home theatre experience, I'm guessing. Um, but oh, maybe. I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk for Fred, yeah. but, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd yeah. be surprised. I mean, the, the, the home theatre experience is unrivaled <laughs> um, in terms of its power, but there we go. Um <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Keith, Keith, fell uh, Keith says I fell asleep. But it looked and sounded great. It looked and well, sounded there great. Um, <laughs> Shane, when he was on, was we were talking about, and we've talked about it since, um, Shane Lee, that is. Um, we were talking about it. We were joking privately about he didn't like it at all. He doesn't mm. like this movie at all. And it what, was the like experience when he was the on movie? both. Um, oh, wow. I, I don't know. I haven't talked to him about the experience. Okay. But the the movie itself, we were, we were, we were when we he was on with the 24-hour podcast, he was just like, this boy. He, he felt the same. He felt like he, I think he felt, fell asleep and like Fred thought it was way overrated. Like he just, it didn't resonate with him. Um, obviously I've talked ad nauseum about it since July. I'm like, this movie resonated with me huge. Um, so, um, but yeah, it's like there are a lot of, there are quite a few people. I wouldn't say a lot, but there are quite a few people that it didn't really do anything for them. So, but like you said, um, you got other people. Yeah, a ma a guy agree. DJ, a masterpiece from Lion Madge. Um, so yeah, it's you know to each his own. But it's like, but you see what's going on, and then the Oscar talk and everything like that. So mm. I mean, it's it definitely <laughs> deserves to be up there. Um, but I, I do understand that you know some people are just like, hmm, no, didn't do it for me. You know, yeah. and I, I mean, you got to respect that. So um, yeah. Jordan, so, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so Jordan just says in the chat, Oppenheimer for me is one of the best 4K discs I own. And that's saying something given the size of my collection. Um, yeah, yeah, I can vouch it's a big collection. Um, so yeah, yeah it, it, it is a very, very, again, I get you, the movie may not be for everybody. I'm not sure since The Dark Knight rises or returns whether, in fact, every movie he does make is for everybody, if that makes sense. I think he is quite a singular filmmaker and, and mm -hmm. his movies can be cold and they can be difficult to get into if you're not in that frame of mind i think that's quite deliberate um oh yeah i don't like most of them to be honest with you mm, yeah like, I, right. I think it is he yeah. definitely has a detachment to some of these movies that that that, that, that i get the issues with i mean i'm not a I'm, you know I, I like inception i don't love it i like interstellar i don't love it there are some very moving scenes in that but some of it is a bit cold again um whereas 
uh, and Tenet, I've only seen one, so I'm not sure I'm going to go back to that. Um, but, uh, but, but so, yeah, but I get it. I, I understand yeah. that, that why people don't always, you know, vibe with this movie, that Oppenheimer, I mean, but as a, as a home theater experience, I can't see you, how you can really complain about that really. Right. But, you know, just me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I, I, you're better, you're most of your artists you know, people complain like, oh, I'm tired of comic book movies. I'm tired of the cookie cutter franchises. I'm tired of this. But then like you got Oppenheimer or you got so like something from Nolan isn't cookie cutter, right? Something mm. from Tarantino, not cookie cutter. You know, you got M. Night, you know, you got, you do, these are, these are artists and they don't care what you think of their movie, right? Mm. They just like, this is what I wanted to put out and this is how I'm going to put it out. And it's, this is what I, and I, and I, I love that. And it's like, you might not like all of their stuff, but I mean, they're just, they're putting out what they want to put out. And, and that's what, that's what you need. That's, that's to me, that's art. You know, don't get me wrong. I love, I love a good Marvel franchise movie. I'm, you know, or a Transformers movie or something, things that go boom in my room. It's a lot of fun, <laughs> but, uh, but this one has, to me, has it all. And that's why I had it at number one. So, um, all right. Before we get to our number one, I got a lot of, I got to imagine people in the chat and people listening like, what do we got at number one? I think I know. I had to go back and look at our list to think if, I I I wasn't sure if it was going to make it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. uh, Let's go to some comments in the chat. Um, Let's see. What does Paul have here? My favorite Nolan. Mm. And for a good while, my favorite movie is The Prestige. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But I didn't like Interstellar. Um, yeah, I loved Interstellar, but that was more or less after, like, my son had experienced it through his school and had it explained mm-hmm. to him and the physics and all that. So it really added more to it that makes yeah. you go, Oh my God, there's a lot of thought there right. and like how things like that happen. So really, uh, I like that. Um, I, I think with else. Interstellar, I, I like that there are some, Bearing in mind, as I said, I, I think his films are cold at times and hard to get into sometimes. But there are the, the Matthew McConaughey's um, viewing of the video after the twenty-year return, um, and that is incredibly moving. And that I mean, that's mm. a performance that should have been nominated. I don't think it was. I mean, that should have been just for that bit alone, if nothing else. Um, that is absolutely incredible stuff. And Casey Affleck then doing the the thing about the, the sun and what happened to him. Um, I find that incredible. Um, and there's some nice writing towards the beginning about the, the role of a parent and, you know, you're here mm. to be memories for your kids. And I, I mean, I think that's beautifully written. Um, yeah. And, and not very Nolan-esque to be honest. So I wonder whether he had some help with some of that. I'm not sure if, if it was written by him as well, but, it, but really, really, there are some good moments in interstellar rather than the whole film for me and so it's, mm. it's very common a bit like inception actually where i'll start watching it get to a certain point and then just kind of go off and do something else and then never come back to it so i you know it's a, i've seen it all the way through two or three times but i've tried to watch it many more times yeah and then just just something happens and off i go and that's this this lack of of penetration lack of kind of engagement with the movie which nolan does do so um but yeah there it is <laughs> yeah yeah so we got uh let's see joseph in the chat says just watched it this morning great movie i didn't think it was that slow uh i was still talking to oppenheimer greg the awesome ninja says it's prestige is fantastic top 10 all time for me uh keith talking about oppenheimer biopic 
movies are hard when you already know and read the history. Uh, yeah, but what I thought was interesting, like about Oppenheimer is the way the story was woven in a way to tell a, an additional story. And, you know, as, as we've talked about before, some people haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to get too far into it. I'm sure I'm like, I'd be happy to do a takeover Tuesday with anybody that wants to talk spoilers, um, on Oppenheimer. But, uh, but yeah, so there's that, uh, there's just don't all sorts to- of stuff. Just don't Go suggest ahead. that you do that uh, Takeover Tuesday with John Thompson with Oppenheimer Deej. Otherwise, you'll end up with a 48-hour podcast. Um, oh, yeah. John and I have just, talked just, about that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, he's got plenty to say about Oppenheimer. And, and has seen yeah. it, is he 17 times now, I think he's up to? Yeah, he's seen um, it more than I have. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. And I've seen it. I've probably seen it. What was the last kind of like four or five times at home? And I saw it three. I thought saw it three times in the theater. So yeah. four or five well, times. He, at home he's since seen it's it been with, out. He's seen it with Christopher Nolan multiple and, times. Yeah, let well, alone. Well, <laughs> yeah. If Nolan invited me, I wouldn't say no either. I just yeah, keep well, going, <laughs> especially his own print. His own. His yeah, that, own that one was print. really good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, inter, uh, Fred in the chat saying Interstellar, that soundtrack mm. is so good. And it is. It, it's, I mean, mm. it, some of amazing, that rocket launch, the bass, everything. Mm. That's, that's one that I would like to watch more, but it is one that I can't do it in pieces. I really need to sit down and watch the whole entire thing. I kind of feel that way about Oppenheimer too, in that you don't just start something like that and then just, all right, I'll pause it, go to bed. I'll come back to the rest of it tomorrow. Cause it's just so flowing. It's just, you just want to be part of the whole thing at once and to come back later and especially interstellar. So mind, there's so much involved that you're like to sit down in the middle of that is like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, all right, now where was I? <laughs> yeah. It's a hard one. So. Hmm. Well, like I said, but, that just seems to happen to me. I just, I start watching it. I either lose yeah. interest or something happens and then off I go and then I don't come back to it for months and months and, you know, it just keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, that is Oppenheimer. Number two, number two. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Number two, thank you. All right, please stop, stop. There we go. All right, uh, number one, Anu- the only other movie that, there were two movies, uh, John Wick 4, that all three of us had it in our top 10. This is the only other one that had it in our top 10 with a score of eight. Okay. So to give you an idea, uh, Oppenheimer score of 14, Evil Dead Rise score of 14, John Wick 4, 16, Titanic 17. That's your top five going down. This one dropped dramatically to number eight. Uh, I had it at four. Steve had it at number three. John had Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse at number one. So comic book franchise movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said that, so I was thinking, uh-oh. well, I know what the number one is, so. <laughs> yeah. So, but John's number one is our number one because we all had it that highly ranked. And God, I mean, we'll get to the movie, but that's what I love about our list. I'm like, it's who would have thought that was going to come up number one? None of us all year long, but that's where it's like, okay, you know, how things fall and where we vote. And it's like, I mean, it deserves it. Absolutely deserves it. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. It's 
amazing, amazing movie. I admittedly was a little disappointed when I saw it in the theater because I had forgotten <laughs> that it was a to be continued. So that kind of ruined the experience of you the knew, movie DJ. for me. I know. I got yelled at. You forgot. I, okay. So you see what I'm saying? I forgot. So I was like, oh my God, this isn't going to wrap up. So it kind of like, but at home, I've seen it a few times and it's just, it is absolutely amazing. So, uh, John, you go first. You, it was your number one. Why'd you have this at number one? Um, well, and it's it, our number one. Well, again, as I was saying, it, I, I did struggle with this and Evil Dead Rise because I could have gone one, two, either way. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of nice knowing that even if I had switched the order, our list wouldn't have changed based on the, <laughs> the scores that these things got. This still would have been number one. Um, right. But um, – I mean, yeah, it's just – now, to be fair, I put this slightly below the original movie in terms of home theater experience and film. Mm. Um, but for 2023, um, yeah, I mean this is – again, what can you say? It's a great disc. There's not much not much to complain about here. Um, it is animated, and so that lends itself to just solid visuals. You know, it's oh. crisp, it's colorful, the style of the movie, you know, there's so many different um, palettes that are used. Every character has their own personality and palette and color style and yeah, um, the universe you know, that really mm -hmm. vibes with the comics. You know, again, like Steve said, Evil Dead Rise has to be number one for me because I'm a horror guy. Well, I mean, I own a comic book store. I'm a comic guy. Right. <laughs> so like right. this resonates with me because I've seen these like you know, Gwen, that's the palette of her comic book. Like this movie yeah. looks like I'm reading her comic book, um, you know, and um, Spider-Man 2099. It, it looks like I'm reading a Spider-Man 29 comic from the 90s. Um, it just it resonates um, with me that way. Um, and then, yeah, it's gorgeous. I mean, you just can't um, fault the animation in the in the 4K, the crispness of it. Um uh, you know, again, the audio, it, it's there, you know, the soundtrack, the, either the Atmos, everything. Um, I, I, you know, again, what else can you say about it? Um, I, I just thought it was great. So. <clears throat> yeah. Steve, you had it at number three. Yeah. Well, again, I, I, I think it's fair that, that, you know, again, one, two and three could easily be, be moved around. Um, yeah. It, I mean, I, I said it when I reviewed it and I, and I still feel it now. There are, and I know it's dopey to say it, but I still think that there are shots in this, there are sequences in this that we just are just too good for us. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, we just, how lucky are we that we get some of this stuff that just looks unreal, like literally unreal. It doesn't, it's too crisp. It's too good. It's too colorful. It's, it's, it's three dimensional. It looks absolutely stunning. Mm. Um, <laughs> excuse me. And I agree. Sorry, this is two full days in court and lots of talking. Um, the, the, um, it, it just looks absolutely exceptional. And I, and I love how every different universe has its own unique look and style. And they've, they've, they've gone with what they started in, in, um, the, the first movie and then thought, right, well, that worked. So now let's, let's try all these different things. So you get the Renaissance vulture with, with literally pencil drawing. You get the, let's say the beautiful watercolors in, in, in Gwen Stacy's kind of universe. Um, and I love how they change as the, as the, 
as the tone of the scene changes, the colours behind her change as well. And I just think that's it's a lovely little touch. Um, and I'd love that from the minute we first saw it um, in the cinema, even with the dodgy opening audio. Um, and so it, it is, it's incredible. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a work of art in every way. Um, and, and the more I see it, and I've seen it three times now, the more the pieces fit together and it's a, it, 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 and I'm not saying that they didn't fit, but, but it's, it just, it, it, it melds much easier the more I see it. Um, and I still pick up dialogue that I've missed before. There is, there is all kinds of things being said by characters in the background that, mm -hmm. that, that are funny little things, little, little bits being said that I, that you've missed, not because there's an audio problem, just because there's so much of it. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. And it, and it's a worthy number one. Um, for one horrible moment, DJ, I thought Gran Turismo was going to be number one. I'd forgotten what was on my list. And I, thought, I was thinking, hang about, we haven't mentioned that. I was thinking, but then, right. uh, so I was a little bit like, surely not. Um, it's a good film, but it shouldn't be number one. Um, whereas yeah. this is a, this is a worthy number one. Um, so yeah, no, really, really cool. And, 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 and actually a movie that I think from a lot of other shows, magazines, you know, websites has not featured in a lot of those lists, um, which I mm, think is, right. is a shame. Um, so, you know, I'm glad, you know, yay for us because it's, it's there for us. So yeah, I, it really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and I would say like when I hit, you know, sort and this came up at number one, <clears throat> I was like, I was psyched. I was like, mm. Oh my God. Cause like John said, <laughs> like we're, we're comic guys. And it was like, for this to pop up at number one, it was like, and I had it at number four and, but like my top, like I have Oppenheimer, Titanic, Covenant and Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And it's like any other year, I mean, Spider-Man wins and kind of like what John said, where like, I think if this wasn't a sequel and we hadn't already seen artwork this great, we might have ranked it higher. But because mm. it is a sequel and the first one, it's, it is similar to the first one. I actually, I think, John, you like the first one better. I actually like this one. Do you? More. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought they, they, it's just more dynamic, the movie, the story and the, the entire thing. I mean, the first one's great because that's the first time and you're like, Oh my God. But this right. one here is just, and to, to go back to what you were saying about like Gwen's universe. And I've seen this, I, I don't know how many times, it's over five since at home. And every time, to your point, Steve, every single time you're like, you either hear something or see something in scenes. I'm not saying in the movie. I'm like almost every scene. And one of the things I noticed, I don't know if we've talked about, is when you're in Gwen's universe, notice the walls. They're dripping with the mm -hmm. color with the pastel, mm -hmm. they're running down the wall, sometimes so slowly that you have to be like, you have to have seen the movie a few times to notice that the colors are, are, are dripping. Mm -hmm. And also pay attention to the vibrancy in her world as she's arguing with her father, if you haven't seen it, whatever, but it, the vibrancy is changing on the feelings of the characters. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. That is all that, that, and like, like you said, Steve, we don't deserve this. This is too good. <laughs> These are things you can do when you're animating, but you can, you bring so much more to it. And if, and again, everybody listening and watching, 
you're in our universe, right? You're in home theater. You're taking advantage of everything. And the people watching this at home on an uncalibrated television, on a, you know, with regular speakers, they're missing everything we're talking about. And they're like, well, what's the big deal? But it's still a great movie too. Right. But, but then the, the audio in this too, I've seen a few people say that it's flat. It doesn't have this. I'm like, wrong. I, in my opinion, wrong because no, it doesn't have the base of Oppenheimer or Evil Dead Rise or John Wick 4 for that matter, right? But it doesn't have to. I think it has a nice, clean, consistent sound from beginning to end. There's there's times when the bass does go deep. I mean, my my remote lit up a few times in this movie. Um, but the the audio around the room, the atmosphere, it's just so refined and so well done and enveloping that... Yeah, and it's like, I, I love that it, you know, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, number one. It's like, I mean, I didn't see it coming, but I'm not going to argue with it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I think a lot of people are forgetting about it because it is part two. It of came out pretty early in movie. the year, too, didn't it? Yeah. 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 This was mm-hmm. like um, like Maverick. Spring. Remember when it came like in January and then by well, December, yeah. everybody's forgetting about it, you know? Yeah. It's so. this one came out in March or yeah. oh, yeah, no, spring, I think theater it? spring mm. or something like that. Yeah. Then we got it in like July and by then and, and all the Oppenheimer talk and all the, right. and we've been talking evil dead rise Oppenheimer. Right. Um, and it was, but I thought it and was I earlier think, than that even, but maybe not. It might've been, I forget, yeah. I forget, but I mean, <laughs> I had again, any other year, this would probably be number one, but me having the, um, which the covenant, I was like, I was giving the nod to the covenant because I thought it was different and more, I don't want to say original, but we'd already had Spider-Man across the spider, you know, not or into the Spider-Verse. So it was like, I kind of gave that edge there and that's, you know, but it, we have spoken. It's the number one. So, <laughs> And we're an award-winning podcast. So yes, we really are. <laughs> that's Ross. <laughs> um, Anything else on Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? No, no just roll no. on the next one in 2030 or whenever the, yeah. Uh, yeah. they're, they're going to finish it. So, <laughs> At guys, least they won't what, look any older, though. Not like That's yeah. true. They sound it, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, um, now that you know the list, let me ask you, what, what's the surprise? Any surprises to you? Disappointments? I've seen the list since John sent his in two weeks ago, so I've known right. it, but. I'm I'm surprised that the Flash didn't didn't feature. Bearing in mind, uh, one of us said it was the uh, home theater experience of the year. Well, I yeah, seem to I, remember. Ex- I, I expected Barbie <laughs> to be in the top ten. Well, so, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah, you put I that on your list? That's why I went back to look at the list because I was like, "Is my number one not even going to make it?" Because I thought Barbie was right. going to be on there. No, oh, but Barbie please. Barbie ended up at eighteen for oh, me wow. if I look at my list. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, again, I haven't that, seen but, it, but from everything I've heard you guys and everybody else talk about it. I was surprised not to see it on the top 10. Um, As if my magic Keith says in the chat, nobody liked the flash. (laughs) I didn't expect much, but it looked and sounded great with lots of Easter eggs to to the old school DC movies. Um, 
Well, yeah, we, we, we both liked it, didn't we? both enjoyed it. But yeah. this is the quality of the stuff this year that that's pushed right. it off our list. Um, you know, I mean, I'm surprised the fall of the House of Usher. I mean, we all really liked that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, and we had it. Yeah. And I think we so all I'm had finished. it on our list, but I yeah. was like, But it was yeah. outside the top. T- I had it, it at number 14. eight. I think it was 14. Yeah. Mm. And I we didn't, had I it. didn't and- put any streaming show <clears throat> above a 4K disc. I thought even my mm. worst 4K disc was better than any streaming show. So mm. for me, all the streamer shows ended yeah. up 11 through 15. That's just so, my, yeah. my opinion. But Here are the movies that, that didn't get spoken at all because we all, none of these made our top 10, but somebody had them in there. Um, we had Gran Turismo, Cocaine Bear, 65, uh-huh. Rebel oh. Moon Part 1, and The Last of Us. All got a got a nomination mm. in the top fifteen by one of us, but it was it, it might have been more than one of us, but it was all they all got elevens, so they all ended up at a thirty three score, and then everything after that that we just went over is all one of us had it in the top ten, so that's where we had Sleepy Hollow, The Exorcist, Ahsoka, Nightmare Before Christmas, The Mist, Guardians of the Galaxy three, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Fall of the House of Usher, Black Adam, Indiana Jones, and the Dial of Destiny, The Fugitive, <clears throat> and the Creator, and those all came just working their way down just to being out. As a matter of fact, uh, the creator ended up tied with our, well, nine and 10, you know, which was Super Mario Brothers and Mission Impossible. Mm. So, I mean, I'm surprised uh, that Cocaine Bear wasn't in there. I mean, that was one of, uh, one of John and I's sort of faves of this year. I only streamed, I only ever streamed it. I don't own it. So, um, I mean, I love the movie though, but, um, (laughs) but for people asking, like, I think The Flash is a great example because, um, yes, I did say this could be home theater experience of the year. It, like it was mm. that good, right? I had said the same thing the year before and was so excited about a movie that I had Ralph on and we talked about it and we laughed and he's like, really, Deej? And it, I was talking, that was Morbius. Cause when you mm. see it and you experience it, you're like, wow, it's amazing. But then when you put your list together and you look and you go, yeah, you're right. We don't have the flash, but where do I drop that? Right. Where do I put mm-hmm. that in on my list that it's going to, and you're right. Maybe I could add that in, but it, it's not beating any of my top tens. I don't think, you know, yeah. and it yeah, just, tricky. but it is a great home theater experience. And, and that, that gets me to one, uh, like a, a friend of mine that I knew through, he actually, he used to have a podcast. I uh, only knew him from his podcast and he lives in my area. And I met with him before I started doing home theater. And I, he, he said to me, he's like, what are you going to talk about? What is there to talk about in home theater? <laughs> and here we are five years, late, four years, over four years later, I got you two on the show. And, it's like, and we don't have enough. I mean, we were out, like, we couldn't fit everything in the top 10. It was that great, you know, and you're right. The flash is a great example. Um, but there's, there's so much good stuff. And Barbie is another one. I just don't mm. think, I think Barbie just didn't resonate enough. I love Barbie. I love mm. Barbie that Oppenheimer came out the same weekend. I think it's a fantastic, they're kind of one and the same, but what am I taking out of here to drop in Barbie yeah, out I, of my list? You know, it's, it's for me, it's an <clears throat> exceptional. Doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah, it's an exceptional film, but I wouldn't, I, I didn't finish that and go, oh my God, what a home theater experience. Right. On the first viewing, I think I was more engaged with the story first time round. That doesn't mean it doesn't look and sound great. 
it's just not as great as, you know, the others that are on the list. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's lots of things. I mean, Enter the Dragon, the remaster of that, you know, I mean, I was very thinking very carefully, do I want to put that in? Thinking I should because it's amazing and I love the film. But then again, it's like, but I can't push out any of the others. Um, the other one that you mentioned, John, was in my list, right? Sleepy Hollow. I mean, that was in my list for a while. Yeah. Again, it just got pushed out. I mean, that looks and sounds fantastic. I love the movie. But again, you're like, well, okay, but there's newer stuff coming in. So that get pushed to number 16. Um, yeah. and then you, uh, and then, uh, as I say, things like the mist, which I just, you know, had, had blown me away. It was like, well, you know, that needs to go in there somewhere. Um, you know, very, very cool. Um, and by the way, I mean, I, I haven't mentioned it on Twitter. I saw prey. I've got the 4k disc oh, of that, yeah. um, arrived and that was night and day over Disney plus, um, better both audio and video. Um, but I saw it after I'd done my list. Otherwise I would have put that in there as well. Because the disc of that is fantastic. Um, and I've seen that stream 10 times, if not more. Um, I really like that film. And yet the disc is way better. Um, hmm. So, I, you know, I, it's one of those things. Um, so many good movies this yeah. year. Um, so many good 4K discs. And it's um, not enough. And, and, yeah, well, this is the thing. We've been spoiled for choice. So much good stuff this year. Um, but that's so, what makes it fun because it is so hard to pick. And that's mm. what I love about. It's not two of us. It's not one of us. It's the three of us in our, our mixture of, of tastes, mm-hmm. our mixture of how we go about buying these things. And it, it creates, I think, a fairly, you know, diverse list mm-hmm. for home theater. It doesn't mean that if you didn't make the list, it don't buy it. It's just like, this is, you know, that's 2023 mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and Steve uh, hits it, hits the nail on the head for me as well. There's a bias on newer versus older stuff. I mean, yeah, that's mm-hmm. why for me, the exorcist got pushed out. That's why getting into the dragon didn't feature sleepy hollow. Yeah. You think, well, but Titanic stuff. made it. Yeah. It's well, so quite. well done. Yeah. You know? And it's that's like, true. yeah, granted Titanic isn't enter the dragon or, you know, uh, exorcist old, but it is still an older film. It's 30 years old right now. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, so Steve also says, uh, um, I've added mist to the front of the watch list. Uh, Steve, if you haven't seen it, um, prepare yourself. Okay. Yeah. It does not have a Hollywood ending. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. I think I wish I had been prepared for that the first time I saw it. So just, <laughs> just no more than that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a Stephen um, King ending. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so. Wow. On this whole top ten thing, uh, let's let's wrap this part up with anything off the top of your head you're looking forward to for this year. What what do you, what uh, predictions this time next year? What do you think could possibly be in our top ten? I was trying to think. I don't even know what's coming out. <laughs> That's why it's fun to. Throw I was trying that to think of what's he, what discs are even coming out. Like what came out? You'll have at June the end of this too this year, year in the theater. That Dune. I'm looking forward to like Dune. Um, but like I, we saw. Um, Wonka last week, last Tuesday when we didn't have a podcast, Lydia and I went to go see Wonka. Um, that's okay. going to be a great disc. Um, mm. I'm, oh. I'm kind of looking yep. forward to it. You know, um, yep. I think it'll be great. Um, Aquaman two should be a great disc. Um, yes, wasn't a great. That'll movie, be a contra- No, but it should that'll be a, be a contra- disc, Yes, you know? absolutely. So, John and I already talked about that, but yes, it's you know. that's going to be a controversial one next year. How how high up in the top ten does that go? But it's going to be like Flash, right? Because Flash yes. was a great disc, but didn't make the list. So, um, right, 
you know, we'll see. Yeah. I, I Dead, think Dune, Deadpool three, Dune, like you said, Deadpool three, Deadpool three yeah. could, that's going to be a fun, like home theater wise. And we should have um, it before the end of the mission year. impossible, the yeah. mission impossible sequel. Mm-hmm. Does that get in there. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, yes. Godzilla um, of X Kong. Well, I'm not loving minus the, Godzilla not loving minus one. That. that Godzilla minus one. I've heard great things yeah. about that. I didn't love the trailer yeah. for Godzilla X Kong though. So yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah I, I haven't I, seen minus little, one yet. Uh, yeah, but I have from everything either. I hear, right. we got it's it's going to be amazing at home. Right. Mm. Um, that's probably my front runner for number one. For 2024. <coughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yes. That be. one should be. If it's anything like the other trilogy, then that should be awesome. Uh, I mean, that Now, is great. Godzilla yeah. X-Kong in the Monarch verse? Is it the yes. same? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's legendary. Yeah. yeah, it's the same. Okay. Yeah, it's all within yep. all that. Um, yes. That looks um, too buddy and- cop to me. Like, it looks too lethal weapon <laughs> for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what's wrong with that? that oh, not enough with, monsters. But that scene with <laughs> Kong and Godzilla, like, running side by side, like, they're. Mm. It, 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 I don't know, man. That's I love those it, movies, but that puts me off a little bit. Uh, is it going to be a Christmas movie? Do we think it'll start oh, with maybe. Jingle Bell Rock? It's the <laughs> yeah. only way. Um, and of course, we get the jokey, the jokey, the Joker, um, Joker. Yeah. which is a mute, supposedly a musical. It is a musical. Yes. They backed off about that a bit. Oh, have they? they? Have backed off. Yeah, oh. they said there well, are I musical think... numbers in it. Oh, because it was because yeah, they got Lady Gaga. That's it was why being yeah. so I think... as a full blown musical for a while. It was. Yeah. But I saw it. Yeah. I saw an interview with with um, the director Todd Todd Phillips. Uh, yeah, who was saying there are musical numbers in it, but the the, the clear suggestion being it's not a musical though. Okay. I mean, I wonder if it's going to be like Sucker Punch. It's going to be kind of there will be musical interludes, but a story told around it around it as well. Um, I don't know, but the, the, it was it was interesting that there was that slight. Maybe they backed off on that. Yeah, I, I I've got a funny feeling Warner's after um you know they they a little bit wary of musicals because of course Wonka whilst it I haven't seen it I'm looking forward to seeing it but you know that that hasn't you know set the box office alight the color purple it hasn't, it's hasn't been set. number one every week but it's it, there's no yeah but low numbers yeah you know it's not it's doing been a, great box office yeah but, so I think Warner's uh, might have been like look let's let's give this a little bit of a you know some tinkering with this um so we'll say but yeah kingdom of the planet of the apes is uh is what i'm looking forward to as well i can't wait to see that um i love the original trilogy well the original trilogy the remake trilogy the remake um, trilogy. yeah yeah sorry yeah um i really like that and i watched it recently with someone who would just had his mind blown by it um and so i'm really looking forward to experiencing that with with him and, and you know doing that um Oh yeah, Keith. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to read that, Deej? Go on. You put that one up. Yeah, Keith in the chat saying, "Knock at the cabin and leave mm. the world behind." Were a pleasant surprise for me with very good, subtle ambience and visuals for home theater. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Especially I, leave the world behind. I think, I think we all had that on our list. It in some yeah. ways, right? Yeah. It but, it dropped to seventeen for me. I have yeah. it sitting here. Oh, yeah, okay. but I it was on like the list because it was just like oh yeah. Um, and then um. Steve Att says, great top 10 show. Everything can be argued about. That's the fun of it. So much to watch. So little time. <laughs> yeah. Don't I know it? Yeah. Um, uh, Paul Hurt has got to have everything crossed for Kingdom of Planet of the Apes. Um, yeah, also, I'm gonna be great suggestion from Stephen here. Uh, Stephen Att saying, maybe we need a mid-year 
top 10 too, to give the earlier releases some attention and see if they hold up. Uh, Jeff and I did that, Jeff from HD Report. We did that a couple of years ago because I, I used to do these before I had co-hosts. I we I used to do this. Jeff actually invited me to his and we hosted it here with Ralph. And we did that for a couple of years. And Jeff and I would do a mid-year one. Um, but yeah, we could definitely do that in June. Say maybe a mid-year top five even just to do half a show mm. or something. Um, yeah. Well, I don't mind doing a whole show. It's kind of fun just to have no, I just don't a know whole that, show just like this. I mean, again, I don't know what my top 10 looks like in June if I haven't bought most of the movies yet. <laughs> well, see, that's – well, no, <laughs> it, just like now. It's just like now, you know? It, I mean, I think it would look – the it, it would yeah. work out the same way. There's actually, nothing wrong with that. I, I, think, I think it gives it some diversity, actually, John. I think it's yeah. quite good because it means that we're not all going to just go, oh, well, the, here is our five because there's only been 10 out. Whereas would you actually bring in the, the wild card, you bring in that diversity, that, that actually this other stuff, because all the stuff you put in about the streaming is all really good stuff. And right. would yeah, be yes. on, a, on any home theater fans list. So actually it, it, it it's good. It forces us as a, as a trio to look beyond just discs, um, right. which, yeah. you know, the, the studio. Well, that's what I used to do, do with <laughs> Ralph and Jeff. Ralph and yeah. Jeff would be coming at it from disc perspective, and I was the one dropping. I was just saying because I stream, I stream everything. Like I watch right. everything that comes out streaming. You know, <laughs> I just don't buy the discs. Yeah. Like I said, I don't buy. And I've been the one new release yeah. discs right away. So it's gonna I, really I love be streaming for me to buy a disc Did, at you know yeah forty bucks or whatever it is. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So and none of you mentioned looking forward to Rebel Moon Part Two. Uh, have nope. you seen Rebel Moon Part One? I have. <laughs> it's yeah, on my list. I, it was yeah. on my list um, <laughs> as a home theater no. experience. Um, yeah, wasn't it? Great I haven't film. finished it. I didn't love it. <laughs> I haven't finished it. <laughs> I didn't love okay. it. But yeah, I thought I'm... home theater wise, I thought it was solid. Like, yes. I've heard a lot of com- I've heard a lot of people argue that it wasn't, but I don't agree. I thought it was no. excellent yeah. for the home theater. Yeah, it just um, was occasionally yeah. it was a bit blurry. I thought some of the effects were with, and I'm sure and it may well be this was just a stylized. I think that thing, was but, intentional, though. Yeah, so there was I've, a bit I've of heard that. People, I've heard that mentioned, and I've heard. Of course, it was kind of like, oh, what movie did we see where the director was like, oh, Flash. You know, after all the special effects got criticized, the director says, well, that was on purpose. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's easy to say that after the fact. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it, but it didn't grab me like other Snyder well, movies it was, have. It was, it was just repetitive. And, and the fact that like, it's a part one, I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll just probably, I, like I, I said, I haven't finished it. Yeah. So I'm like, eh, I'll just probably just binge both of them together. I'll do this. Uh, well, the not, week before the next one drops. I that will way watch I get number it two because it is I, a good home theater experience. I, you know, yeah. I did watch the first one, but I yeah, think it's um, it's it, funny enough. Jordan just just puts it in the chat. That's what I was about to say. Not only do you know there's a part two coming, so you only get half the story, but you know that right. there is a wildly different R-rated cuts coming right. down the pike as well. And 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 I think Rebel Moon Part One, as well as being derivative as all hell, um, mm. is. He, the the cuts are absolutely evident. The the fact that 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 this has been edited for television to not to put too many words, you know, not right. to put too yeah. far points on it, is very very obvious at times. I mean, you know, you see guns. There there, there are a couple of occasions where you know a, a gun goes off and it cuts away, and then the person's just on the floor. It's like, well, okay, bleh, all right, um, yeah. I I I was 
I, I, I was never bored when I saw it. I didn't hate right. it, but I, yeah. I, but Ed Screen, I've still not forgiven him for Midway Deej. I'm sorry. I haven't forgiven him for that. Um, but, um, he, at least he doesn't smile as much in this, um, because the way he gurned at the camera in Midway drove me crazy. Um, God. so I didn't, I didn't. Well, I, luckily he wasn't in Spain. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> right. then that really would have been bad. That would have been bad. Um, so I didn't, I didn't hate it. I, I, I thought it was okay. Just very, very derivative. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the, the R rated version will at least change mm. some of the, the way in which this all comes about. But I'll, like I say, I'll see the sequel. I'll see the sequel, the second part. Yeah. Um, right. you know, for yeah. sure. It, you know, it, it's to be seen, but yeah, I get like, yeah. all the complaints are valid. I think as well in my, in my view, but, uh, but there we go. Anyway, any more so, for any more? <laughs> I've got the last thing. I mean, we did our top 10 home theater experiences, <laughs> but I, I think I can speak for the three of us, uh, and you guys can elaborate if you want. I mean, the number one experience of, by far is the chat. It's the community, not just the people watching us right now, but the community that, that has, uh, evolved around us and, and made this so much fun and watching us today. And like you see in the chat numbers go up, I'm like, Holy crap, we're getting into the high 30s here. And for us, that's a huge deal. When right. we first started going live, when I shocked you two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we'd have, like, I was shocked we like, got Why is to there like, a thing in the top that says we're live, DJ? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put your pants on, John. <laughs> Sorry about that, buddy. Um, go back into the archives. You can find it. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, we, I think the first time we were live, we had like eight or nine. Yeah. And then by the next mm. week, we were up in. To, like when we crossed a dozen, we were like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like the lively chat, all the, uh, I mean, every single one of is Sisu. I get, I get emails about this from listeners all the time. Like I just saw Sisu. It was awesome. Um, it, uh, G Cornell emailed me, I think a couple of weeks ago and he's like the planes that went over and you're like, yep. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, the community has been great. Um, another one from this year, uh, I got the email right up here. It's uh, from John Pfeiffer. And that was the incident when, um, Mikey Schramm ran into John in, uh, where was it? Uh, Dominican Republic. Yeah. In the Dominican. So mm -hmm. two listeners running into each other because <clears throat> Mikey's wearing a bright side home theater t-shirt. Right. And it's like, and, and, and John thought it was me <laughs> and it wasn't. And it was like, but it's hearing stuff like that. And then, uh, I told you guys, but I'll say it here. It's like, you get stuff like this. And so this is Danny speakers dropping this off for me for Christmas, this cutting yeah. board of, a you know, and it, which he burned that in there. So it, I mean, it, here, let me see if I can, uh, I was trying no, to read the bottom, but it came. It, Go it push came play. Yeah. 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 It came into focus. Yeah. It was kind of blurry, but. Yeah. So it says, yeah. Go push play. There you go. So, um, but yeah, and it also, hey, let me get me. Ch no, I don't want just me on here. Jeez. Ugh. Um, also these too is little ornaments. He gave me three of them. He's like, you can either do give them one to each of your kids or you could give one to John and Steve. And I was like, <laughs> Uh, I love you guys, but it cost me a lot of money to send that. <laughs> yeah, to you. Say, yeah, right. <laughs> throw it in the Christmas card next year. <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I will. So, but um, but my kids would love them too, right? For their trees, because yeah. they each have trees now. So I'm not asking you to choose, uh, Dage. 
<laughs> I, no, but he did. I was like, but do just the right tell thing me. and put it in the if Christmas he card. Told me what to do, and I, I, I said to him, I go, "You make it up. You made them." He goes, "They're yours. You do it." I'm like, I love them all. I love everybody. <laughs> like so, but yeah, it's just it's all fun stuff like that. If it tells you, know, you anything, the, Steve, I still don't have a cup. So, <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> oh the, oh, the uh, did you see? Yeah. You want to grab uh, Keith there, Steve? Yeah, yeah, I saw Keith's that. Comment. Yeah, so, so yeah, so uh, so Keith says I've been listening to Brightside for a while. Just have to ask, how on earth do you guys have the time to watch so many movies a week and still have jobs and family and money for all the gear? Um, well, there's three of us, so we 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 watch a yeah. couple of movies each, and then we've yeah, got enough to get three, through. It's two or three things a week, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, you know, and we neglect our families, Keith. That's the main well, thing. You know, it, yeah. they, 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 would... they've sort of heard of us, uh, occasionally bump into us in the hallway, and, you know, we, we just say hello, and that's that. <laughs> I, I think we have – we all have great families that understand us and, and take part too. So it's like we – it's not just uh, – it's not just that they let us be – I mean, my wife does. She, uh, you know, um, it was funny, uh, when I, you guys heard dork when they, when they gave us the award and they're like talking about the 24 hour podcast and, um, Keith, Keith's like that 24 hours. He goes, I don't think I could even do that. All right. How do you get any, any, he even mentioned, he's like, how do you get permission to do that? Like, how do I tell my wife? And if, and, and they listen. So Keith, this is how you do it. 27 years of marriage of you just telling her all about these movies. Right. <laughs> then when you go and say, I'm thinking of doing a podcast, she buys you the gear. Right. <laughs> she, you mean, she, I don't have to listen to you anymore. <laughs> exactly. You can talk to somebody else. Yeah. And that's, I mean, is that not the basis of our community? Yep. It's like all the takeover Tuesdays and everybody like, finally, somebody I could talk to because our wives are all like, yeah, yeah great. Uh huh. Yeah, four <laughs> ohms. You say fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how you do it. You badger your. I, I know Keith. They're a little younger than us, so Keith and, I, I and mean, Davey. When, the, when you get to twenty-seven years, you'll be golden. Yeah, I think it was twenty-six or twenty-seven years we were married when I started podcasting. So we've been married over thirty now. So yeah. So yeah, once you, if you badger them for that long. 25 years plus, they'll let you do anything. So you got a ways to go, guys. Um, but yeah, uh, Takeover Tuesdays are wide open right now. I'll let everybody know. Anybody wants to come on? Uh, new people in the chat, Takeover Tuesdays, audio only. We just chat whatever you want to talk about. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe if you're really good at it, I'll, I'll fire Steve you and bring in a new Takeover Tuesday. <laughs> you could become a co-host. Yeah, that's it. No, no, never get rid of anything. Really hurt you. That's what it was. You know, it's fine. Uh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, is that it for everybody? Is yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah, yeah? That's... I've got to get out of here, guys, because I've got a a, uh, a long day tomorrow. Well, later, as it turns out. <laughs> later, <today>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. All right, that will do it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, watching, subscribing, all my Patreon supporters. Thank you very much. I will get back to you. We haven't had a Zoom chat in quite a while. Um, yes, and as Jordan said in the chat, good night, everybody. So thank you very much. Uh, we will be back next week uh, live. I'm not sure if we'll have a takeover Tuesday. I just got to schedule something. So, But um, we're, we're around. Check us out. 
See you next week. Thank you, everybody. Uh, what are you going to do? Nope, not that button. Okay. <laughs> what what did play? Oh. oh, that's what it was. What, what he right. said. No. <laughs> I know. All right, let's do that again. What are you going to do? Go, Go. push play. <laughs> it's a first day back. What do you want from us? All right. Jeez. Go push play. What he said. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.